0: What is up YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas sports unfiltered and on the free Texas sports unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, 20 and 24. And the buck and I are with you for the next two hours on today's show. An assing by the Longhorns in the last night, we will recap Texas's final trip to Lubbock. Talk about just what went right for the Longhorns and how big of a win that is for the Texas men's basketball program. Plus, Texas baseball, another dominant midweek victory. We'll recap the Longhorns' big win over St. John's. We've got some Longhorn football to talk about as we have SEC championship odds for Texas's first year. In the Southeastern Conference, we got a new Mel Kuyper mock draft to get into. It's giving one Longhorn a ton of love. We got uh, pretty hilarious stories out of Ireland to discuss today. And of course, tons of fun to be had over the next two hours right here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Thank you all so much for tuning in this morning. I always appreciate y'all spending some or all of your morning with us. What's going on today, Buck? How are you? Very windy. I'm doing well, BK. How about yourself?
1: Very windy today. So if you've got your allergies, there will be some stuff getting kicked around a lot today. I mean, the wind is really hustling up here on the hill. So hopefully where you are, be safe out there. I mean, even, even as you drive, as you go around those 18 wheelers and all of a sudden you hit that little air pocket, be careful out there as you drive around. It is, uh, it's windy. It's cooler, but it ain't cold, folks. It's going to be 70 degrees today. Now, tomorrow, 56 will probably seem cold with the wind, but it shouldn't feel that cold to you today. You should you should enjoy the day. Why you can enjoy the day? Because we start that temperature starts to rise again going into the weekend, which for me,
0: okay, I'd still rather have that than the cold any sure. day. Don't, oh. don't, I don't like the cold. Yeah, give me 70s and low 80s over 20s yeah. and 30s any day. We will yeah, absolutely take that.
1: Yeah, and that was an assing yesterday. Man, oh, man, last night was – that was an awful lot of fun, that first half. And, you know, we had talked about this team having to have that eye of the Tiger. Boy, they were pissed last night. They played some ferocious defense. Needless to say, Tech had no shooters. There was nobody to shoot the ball. I mean, even their shooters couldn't shoot last night. And I don't know if they all got D'd up. They just didn't look good. They looked bad. They, they've they been playing some bad basketball and they continued to play some bad basketball. But the intensity of the Longhorns last night was there, including the coach who on the sideline was shuffling his feet, moving around like he was guarding somebody. So I know he had to be tired at the end of that game because for the first half, that dude was moving his feet. You know what I'm saying? He had he had, he had, had it going on. He covered some guys pretty well last night, Rodney Terry. But I know he had to be exhausted <laughs> because that was a lot of movement by him last night. And I, I can tell some players got ripped. There must have been a meeting where they all got, not some players, but I think that team got ripped pretty good. Yeah. That was a different group that showed up
0: last night. It was. We were looking for resiliency more than anything. We were looking for fight from Texas after we didn't see much of that on Saturday in Lawrence. And we saw it for 40 minutes last night. I mean, Texas was physical, they brought the tenacity. And they brought the guts. That's what you need to do when you go on the road against yeah. a good team in a hostile environment. You have to bring your own guts. You have to make sure that you have the energy to match what the other team is going to get from playing on their home floor. And from the opening tip, I mean, before ESPN even flipped over to this game, because the game before between Kentucky and Mississippi State went so long, uh, Texas already jumped out to a 6 nothing lead. And then it was 12-4, and then the Longhorns never really looked back after yeah. that. So... I mean, from the opening jump, yeah, they were the better team. They were the more physical team. And it was a dominant performance. And Buck, that's that was so much fun last night. I and mean, that is a top 10 Texas basketball moment in my lifetime. I mean, seriously, I will never forget. I know it's a random Tuesday. I know this probably isn't going to go down as one of Texas basketball's best seasons ever. Right. We're still talking about a team that has some work to do to even make it to the NCAA tournament. But with everything that was on the line last night, the last ever game in Lubbock against your biggest rival, one of your biggest rivals in basketball. Horns down. The fact that they had students camping out since last Friday for that game. Fuck. They brought Flava Flav to Lubbock for that game. They brought Ric Flair to Lubbock for that game. That was one of the biggest games for Texas Tech basketball ever. And they hyped it up like it was their Super Bowl. And Texas went in there and absolutely kicked their ass for 40 minutes. I mean, sure. if you're a Longhorn fan. You better be wearing burnt orange today. You better be texting all your Texas Tech buddies talking trash about what went down last night because that was their Super Bowl, and you went into their house and flat out embarrassed them.
1: Yeah, that, that group was so passive from Tech last night. As they said, they couldn't shoot. They couldn't get the ball inside. I mean, when they had open shots, it was – They looked intimidated. They were intimidated by Texas last night. They really, really were. And Brock Cunningham put the added touch at the end there on it. Cheap shot, but okay. So, hey, keep your head on a swivel, guy.
0: Yeah, come on, guy. (laughs) Keep your head on a
1: swivel.
0: Anything goes when you're going after a loose ball, especially when broccoli is around, all right? Dude,
1: that was such a cheap shot. That thing right there. On a playground would just cause all kinds of mishaps. There almost did last night. There, yeah. At the uh, whatever it is, the airlines uh, marketplace. Get yourself some food. Get yourself get yourself some spinach. You boys needed some spinach last night. Let me tell you, the tech kids were they.
0: We were passive last night. Mm, yes, that is what they call the basketball arena in Lubbock, the Airlines Marketplace. Get yourself some food, get yourself some spinach arena. That wow. is uh, what it is out there. But yeah, I mean, obviously things got chippy, things got ugly in the last 10 minutes of the game last night. If you're a tech fan, it was ugly from the start. But really, Man. once that uh, incident happened at about the 10 and a half minute mark of the second half, Things really got off the rails. You know, Grant McCaslin, the head coach at Texas Tech, had to get on the in-stage PA mic at one point during the game to tell their fans to stop throwing stuff on the court. And, I mean, it's stuff that you almost never see in a basketball game. I was thinking he should – I
1: thought he was going to catch one in the back of the head the way he was coaching these guys, playing like the CYO League kids.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was glorious, man. It it really was glorious. And uh, it was a perfect display of who Texas Tech fans really are. I mean, for years, I've been calling them the Philadelphia Eagles fans of college sports. And what are Eagles fans known for? They're known for throwing stuff at people. Hell, they threw batteries at Santa Claus one time. Like that is a merciless, relentless fan base. I would argue that Eagles fans aren't real people. Well, that argument also applies to Texas Tech fans. They're not real people. Out there in Lubbock. And it was yeah. great. It was great that the whole country got to see just how big a heathens those folks are in Lubbock. And it was even greater to see Texas go in there and shut those fools up. Let me tell you, the F U T chance that they oh, were yeah. screaming all night long, they hit a little bit different when Texas is up 25 in that building. Oh, yeah. Things yeah, got real. A little fine. bit more enjoyable when they're they're talking trash to us and they're trying to make a statement and being mean, and we're up there just kicking their ass. That was hilarious. That, they that were was from the doing beginning that.
1: to the end. That thing never stopped. And then that cheap shot on top of it, that just added, that added one more candle to the cake right there. That that had to hurt because that wow. thing was no way, shape, or form a basketball play. That was a, that was, that was more like you come across the middle back in the old days and the clothesline comes out. He never went for the ball. He never he never attempted to do anything with the basketball. He went directly at and, and, and that kid's lucky he didn't slam his head into the into the table there. And he didn't yeah. get knocked off of his feet.
0: Well, here's the play. You know, Texas was up twenty-five uh, at this point in the game. And once again, this is about halfway through the second half. The game's pretty much in hand, but uh, there's a loose ball. You've got Darion Williams of tech yeah. and Brock Cunningham. Both running for it, and then yeah, Brock Cunningham just goes for a total hockey hip check on Williams. There, we'll show it again if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I mean, look, it's not a basketball play at all. The funniest part of all of this is Brock Cunningham knows exactly what he did, and then when the ref calls a foul on him, Brock Cunningham gives the who
1: me? Me? You're calling a foul on me? What did I do here? Oh, dude, I didn't think the dude left the. I left his feet. No, his his feet. He went off his feet and went chest into the table that yeah. kept him upright. I didn't know his feet went off from under him.
0: It was a cheap shot, and thankfully everybody was okay, so we can kind of look back at this and laugh. But, no, I mean, look, Brock Cunningham knew exactly what he's doing. That's the type of player Brock Cunningham is. I mean, he's he's got a little Dennis Rodman to him. You and I were talking yeah. about it before the show. I wish he was uh, anywhere close to as good as Dennis Rodman. But, He's got that. Uh, hey, he'll, he'll he'll go below the belt from time to time to prove. And it doesn't win.
1: matter if they're winning or if they're losing. He's going to get his in. if He yeah. gets the opportunity. So, you know what? Keep that head on a swivel. Don't be looking at that ball. Looking at that. Be looking at number thirty coming from the side, dude.
0: Yeah. And w- Williams knew right away. He's like, dude, that's that's bullshit. Like, come on. Don't be doing. Yeah, but he that wasn't ready right to go. Now, All
1: he wanted to do was go to him and and talk with him and tell him he wasn't ready to fight. He's just ready to tell him. You know, that's. And it's it's the other little guy that came in, that Weaver, who's ready to, you know, Weaver's ready to throw down, you know, he's a throw down guy because he's a scrapper too.
0: Right. Yeah, I think he was more just protecting Cunningham, right? There was a Tech player about to get right in Cunningham's face, and Weaver just kind of got in between them to make sure things didn't escalate. So, uh, yeah, look, it could have gotten worse on the floor. It obviously got bad in the stands right after that because Texas Tech fans started throwing water bottles and those little – fireball shot bottles, and all sorts of stuff. No, don't waste those, right? Uh, they were empty, believe me. Oh. Yeah, Texas Tech fans, <laughs> uh, they don't waste alcohol out there in Lubbock. I, uh, we'll that that
1: was going by halftime. That was going by the first fi-
0: 15 minutes of the game. Oh, yeah, there wasn't enough booze in the world to get Tech fans through uh, that debacle last night. But then you had Grant McCaslin, the head coach of Texas Tech, in his first year in Lubbock, getting on the in-stage in PA And, well, here's what he said to Texas Tech fans as they were throwing stuff on the court.
2: Hey, right here. Everybody listen. Everything that gets thrown on the floor, we're going to get a technical foul. Listen to me. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. Nothing else on the floor. Am I clear?
1: No, Coach, you're not clear.
0: We're down 25. What's the difference? Your team isn't going to
1: do anything.
0: Yeah, they did stop throwing stuff on the floor after that uh, because, yeah, I mean, after that incident, Brock Cunningham got ejected uh, for a flagrant, two. He should have been ejected. No problem there. But Texas Tech was also given two administrative technical fouls.
1: Administrative Technicals,
0: wow. Yeah, and it's nothing the coaches did. It's nothing the players did, right? Normally, when you think of a Tech, it's because someone complains or someone does something cheap. But no, Tech was getting techs, funny enough, because their fans kept throwing stuff on the court. And the refs are like, hey, since you don't have your crowd under control, we've got to do something about this. We're going to reward the road team for what's going on here. And And Rodney Terry actually had to bring all the Texas players away from the bench and onto the court because Tech fans were throwing stuff at the Texas bench. So he had to like, the game had to get delayed for a long time. Obviously, there was a review to look at the flagrant foul from Cunningham, but they had to delay the game even more because the Tech fans just lost their freaking minds. And yeah, Texas ended up getting some free points out of that whole incident. You only Uh,
1: needed one review to see that to say, okay, you're gone. yeah. Yeah. You're up 25, you're gone.
0: Yeah, look it, it's it is what it is. I mean, once again, I, I, I think it's hilarious. Like I, I love that nobody got hurt. It wouldn't be as funny if uh, you know, that Williams cat got hurt for Texas Tech. Right, and it's no like, doubt. all right, like that's that's bad, Brock. What are you doing injuring players? Uh when you're up twenty five. Doesn't matter what the scoreboard is, you can't be intentionally trying to hurt other players. But uh thankfully everybody's okay. So we could point and laugh at it. And yeah, I mean it was it was amazing. Seriously. It was it was the perfect night in Lubbock. Like, I I don't often say I wish I was in Lubbock, but, God, I wish I was in Lubbock to witness that in person. That would have been glorious.
1: Dude, do not change that basketball game. Keep that on the schedule somehow. That has got to be a non-conference play.
0: You have to play these guys. Doesn't it? I've seen a bunch of Texas fans be like, that's why we're not going to play Texas Tech ever again. It's no. like, that's the most electric moments that, that's happened to this team all season Absolutely. long.
1: Absolutely, You've got to play them.
0: Like, that's one of the biggest stories in sports today, what went down at USA last night. And you don't want to do that again? That was fun. Yeah. I love kicking Texas. Y'all didn't enjoy that 50-point beatdown in football this year? I had a great time watching that. Well, you don't want to do that every year? You don't want to do what yeah. happened last night every year? I, I thought that was a really good time. That was fun. That really was fun. That was, I
1: mean, a lot of guys played well in that basketball game last night. A lot of balls went through Dylan DeSue, which they should. You know, Shedrick, that was the best game he's played since he's come on this campus. I thought, maybe maybe I'm wrong numbers-wise, but I thought he was aggressive on defense. I think he had a couple offensive moves, like in the first couple minutes of that game. He was kind of offensive-minded. I thought that's what we would see from him when he got here. He was going to start showing he's got a little bit of offensive game. Yeah. That may that this is very similar. Maybe this is the deal. Like when DSU last year, around this time, started to come alive as an offensive player. Maybe we get maybe we get six to eight points out of this kid per game with a couple moves and block shots. I mean, he was aggressive going all over
0: the place, you know. Yeah, it was weird. Caden Shedrick only played eight minutes last night. Wow. I was surprised by that because of how much of an impact he made in those eight minutes. He scored 10 points on five of six shooting. In those eight minutes also had six rebounds and two blocks as well so he was the spark early for texas right i think he had six of those points in the first five minutes of the game yeah. like he was really really good early on and uh yeah look he's still clearly dealing with injuries uh i don't think you can expect 10 points a night from caden chedric but no, I'll that, eight. yeah that was that was great to see in a small sample size from him last night but yeah just to and ace are the guys like they, they were no-shows at Kansas on Saturday. Those guys had five combined points at halftime in that loss to KU over the weekend. They had 23 at halftime combined last night. Yeah,
1: uh, Dylan DeSue, that little 15-footer that he was turning around and putting it right in that guy's face, I'm like, hey, dude, he's not going to the basket. He's just going to face you up and go over the top of you. And shoot that nice little jumper with all net. And he did it time and time again. Yeah. And then he did go to the basket a couple of times, but he had he, he had the mark where he wanted to. And he was getting to his position on the court anytime he wanted to. He really was. And that and 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 the little guy was on the run last night. You had talked about that he needed to be on the move a little bit more, sort of like Steph Curry does. You just can't, you know, you're just not gonna beat everybody off the dribble. You're gonna have to move around and get yourself open. He did. He was running through the lane. He was running the baseline. He was coming out to the outside, getting to the top of the key, getting his shot, getting his three-pointer off. So he worked harder too. He He needed to do something. And I don't know if some of these were set plays, but I know he worked harder last night to get what he had, the 18 points that he had.
0: Yeah, well said. It wasn't a great shooting night for Max Asemus. He was just 5 of 15 from the floor, uh, 4 of 12 from deep, but the looks were a lot cleaner and, look, 18 points. I mean, that's the, Ace first game in double digits in the last four. So, How about Mitchell him,
1: last night when he took that funny step? Did he end up not coming back in to get it? Is that I, he? he, he came back in.
0: Position. He came back? Yeah, he came back in. Dylan okay, Mitchell didn't do cool. much last night. Uh, they didn't need much from him, though. But, yeah, only no. had two points in 22 minutes. But Sue and Ace Miss, I mean, those two guys getting things back on track. That's why, that's why Texas went in there and got the win. I mean, those two guys, once again, they had 23 points at halftime. Texas Tech, as a team, Buck, had 23 points at halftime. So the Longhorns were up 24 at recess. It was 47 to 23 when these two teams went to the locker room. But, yeah, uh, to go win on the road, and I know Texas Tech isn't as good as Kansas. Not well, no, as they
1: can't can. shoot for shit. I mean, I, I wanted to say Tyrese Hunter played an incredible defensive game but dude, they couldn't. They were open and they couldn't hit. They couldn't hit it. Well, they
0: just—they're still a good team that's going to make the tournament. And to go on the road to beat a good team, my point is, you need your star players to play like star oh, the stars players. Stars played, yes. And that—that—that's what the biggest difference was. Like you look at Texas's last two road losses at Houston and at Kansas. You know, the Sue and Asmus didn't show up. Like you got no chance to win on the road in this no. league if your best players can't be best players. And that—that's what they were last night. So yeah, once again, Texas Tech—they've been struggling. You're right; they played awful last night. You give Texas a lot of credit for making Texas Tech play awful, but still, you've got to—you've got to show up and bring it. And thankfully, the Longhorns did that.
1: Yeah, you said they're only missing one guy. <clears throat> yeah, one yeah. starter.
0: Yeah, Warren Washington, uh, one of their big men, guy who averages about ten and seven. Uh, he did not play last night for Texas Tech, but it's not like this team was incredibly shorthanded, right? They had oh, no, no, they, they just
1: got blank. They, they, they just had everybody in their jock last night. Everybody was up playing really tough defense. Weaver was all over the place again. Yeah. He can st- Once again, he can stop taking those wide-open jumpers and pass those up to somebody else. If it's wide open, no. If somebody's on you, then take them to the basket. But you as a three-point shooter, no, nah, don't do that.
0: Yeah, Weaver That's was cool. awesome last night, but he was 0 of 2 from deep, and one of those misses was really bad. <laughs> oh, like off the side of the backboard? Not the side, but like he was shooting it from kind of the elbow, and yes. it, it literally it missed the rim. Like it only hit the glass to the yeah, left. Yeah, it
1: only side. hit the yes, and came down. I was like,
0: wow. Yeah, so he didn't get the airball chance raining down on him, but uh, it was it was about as bad of a miss as you'll see in major college basketball. Sorry about
1: that, Lubbock fan.
0: Yeah, he still had fifteen. Got to the free throw line eleven times. He was
1: all over the boards. I mean, he was going over yeah. the top of guys. He was, he was a, he was an aggressive defender and aggressive rebounder last
0: night. Yeah, he's, uh, look, he's he's Brock Cunningham, but elevated. Like, yeah, Kendall Weaver's only in his second year of college basketball. His first year at the University of Texas. I don't think he's a guy who's going to ever leave early for the NBA draft. So no. you've got three more years of this cat. Uh, and just look, I I don't, I don't think he's ever going to become a knockdown shooter by any stretch, but he's going to get better offensively. And as long as he brings that intensity that we've seen from him way more often than not this year, then he's going to be a valuable piece to Rodney Terry's squad for years to come. He was great last night and it was, ah, it was, it was amazing, man. Seriously. I mean, that that was a,
1: that was a big game for Rodney Terry too, because The question marks were starting to come back again yeah I mean, what, what does he do how does he motivate this team what are the x's and o's that that he's going to bring to the table and i don't I, he just brought some aggression last night as i said you could see very much that he himself on the sideline was into the game he wasn't you know you see a lot of coaches just kind of bent over on you know with their hands on their knees just kind of following things around dude was guarding
0: guys well, as he, always, he awesome. always does that. That That's not what makes RT a good coach. I mean, Shaka always did that when he was at Texas. Shaka would slap the floor and act like he was playing defense uh, and he couldn't win shit. I've never, man, I've never
1: seen Rodney so out of hand doing it last night. I mean, he was on the road and he was into it. Yeah. He, he I mean, tends just, to be – go ahead. As I said, I, I, somebody got a tongue lashing over the weekend.
0: Yeah, RT did say after the game that uh, the practice that Texas had on Sunday, so the day after the Kansas loss, was the most physical practice that they've had all season, which it needed to be. Like, that was embarrassing what happened in Lawrence. And then you go watch BYU go into Fog Allen Fieldhouse and beat that same Kansas team last night. And, you know, most of us were focused on the Texas game, so I don't know who watched. I don't know how many people care about that. But, like, I made it a little bit more embarrassing to be honest, what happened in Lawrence over the weekend. So they needed that lashing. And look, they had four games left in the season going into last night, and we talked about them having to win two of them to feel good about their chances to make the NCAA tournament. Like, we're starting to approach must-win territory for this team. They needed that wake-up call, and it worked. Whatever RT did between, as I literally knock everything over at home right now, whatever RT did in like RT last night, you guarding, you're guarding, you guarding that mic there. Give me in that What's defensive up? stance, baby, whatever he said, whatever they yeah. did, it worked. And I'd love for them to keep doing that. No, every other game. Cause if they play like they did last night, then okay, they've got a shot. They should beat Oklahoma state on Saturday, but they'll have a shot to win in Waco next week too. Yeah. They've, they've
1: got, as I said, we, we talked about how they, they need, they need to be peaking right now. It's, it's that time for them to to start you know to start to play the best ball they can play right now this yeah. is a good opportunity you know you get your score back and going to sue the ball's going through to sue you get the big man who's looking like a big man for to me for the first time this season I, I i really like i like the fact that all of a sudden he's feeling like hey maybe some of these shots can come through me i mean he was up i mean he his his ball fakes last yesterday were fantastic i thought he was really good because that's the best I've seen him play. Right. You know, I don't know if they. I don't know if he's got more in him. Like you said, I don't know if he's he can get you 15 some night. But dude, if that dude can get you eight, okay, that's fine. Give me two blocks and guard somebody and rebound. And he was he was an intimidating factor when those guys came down down in the middle too. His hands were up on every. He tried to block them all.
0: Yeah, which was he, good, you know. He was great. I mean, look, Shedrick had he scored 27 points in the Louisville game. Way back at the start of the year. Like he had some really strong non-conference performances. Now Louisville sucks. And a lot of his other best scoring outputs were against, you know, the low average non-conference teams that Texas played early on in the year. But he, he's capable of doing that. I just think he's been banged up. He's just been bad The shoulders have been bothering him. You see him rock a heating pad basically during every single TV timeout. He's wearing it on his back. Like, big guys with back and shoulder problems, that's not good. And you're playing in a league as physical as this, in a league with as little margin for error as there is in the Big 12. Like, you know, it's not going to be pretty every night. So Yeah, we're going to have to hook him up with a deal from relaxed to back yeah. on
1: the sideline, get him one of those chairs. Hey, I've got one downstairs. i got my roadie, although he is seven feet tall. I don't know if where I have my chair would work for him.
0: No, because you're what five 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 six five nine almost. A,
1: I'm I'm more than a grown man. Average average man is like five seven, I believe. Isn't that true? Did I just make that? Did I just make that up? Average man in
0: Asia, maybe, but not <laughs> here. Oh, you're on the Asians today. <laughs> Come on now, yeah. I because I'm way taller than them, so yes, <laughs> we too low. We Too Low in that chair? Oh, should we watch that right now? Yeah, immediately. Determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her.
2: We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Ho Lee Fook, and Bang Ding Au. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on
1: board flight 214 winning. Sorry about that dead people, but wow. Mm. They really they, got away with that. That was really, somebody had to check. Somebody had to check that. That can't be an intern's
0: fault. He can't, The intern can't get blamed for that, right? I think it was a bit by the intern. Oh. <laughs> I think they didn't care about the. Unpaid summer job that they had, and they just wanted to pull a fast one on the anchors. So wow! Dropped holy fook on them. Uh, the average height of an American male is five foot nine. So you are average. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're the average dude. Thought so. You, you're gonna celebrate that? You want to celebrate being average?
1: It's okay. I'm not below average. I'm average. I I was an average student.
0: You know. Yeah. It's another weird thing to celebrate, but to right. each his own.
1: Got a degree
0: from did Boston get a degree. College and a minor
1: degree in special ed, which I went on to use coaching football players, but that's okay. <laughs> uh,
0: that's well done right there. What'd you drop? At worked. they really helped me. There I you go. some papers. There you go. But see, if,
1: if I wasn't way too low, I couldn't get to those papers, but I did. That's true. You Thank got the
0: long wingspan from being average height.
1: Yes. That just average, That's all. Oh, Man, five oh, foot nine? Damn, five, I thought it was five seven. We've no. grown as a country. We've grown as a country. I just searched America. Do you want me to check the world? Height? Check the world. Yeah, that's the most important one. Not just let's just not check America. That that don't don't do the Americans. We eat
0: okay here. We do, do eat okay here. All right. Yeah, the average height for a man worldwide is five feet seven and a half inches. There you go. I'm bigger <laughs> than
1: that. There you go, five foot seven, gosh. Man, the women must look at those little dudes and go, get out of here.
0: Those little dudes, the guys who are an inch and a half shorter than you? That's a
1: full, that's almost two full. I'm, remember, five, get that little, <laughs> I'm not that, I'm not that <laughs> Kyler Murray looking dude. Five foot nine, we're coming up on the rodeo and the rodeo is when I did the worst thing I've ever done. Worse than asking the bagger to come in, worse than the baked potatoes story. It was when I went to the rodeo and saw the the dwarf family and went by for a double take. Not only did I go up, I went back around to see them again. I was just curious. I I swear I was not being mean. Mom and dad had a baby and I wanted to see what a what a dwarf child looked like, just out of curiosity, you know? Yeah. I was probably the the kid back in the day at the store, if somebody was missing an arm, I had to go back and check and say to the guy at five years old, have me your arm. But I, I just went back, I went up the aisle, there they were almost at the top level there. And I saw the two, mom and dad, and they had a little baby wrapped up. And so I went up and I said, okay, before I go to concession stands, let me go back around and do this one more time. You just stared at him? I didn't stare but I just I out of my peripheral. I just kind of caught it again. You didn't say did anything? See. No, I didn't say anything like, "Hey, let me see your kid." No, "Hey, give me that baby." No, well, I didn't say that.
0: You, you, you said a moment ago that you asked somebody with one arm what happened to his other arm. I'm oh, surprised that's you didn't go with a child, divorced. like
1: and like a child in a store, a grocery store some, you know, hey. kids will do kids will do that. Like Elling's yeah. kids will probably have done that in their lives
0: before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then they were grounded for eight months, and (laughs) yeah,
1: eight months, and eating eating all the vegetables they could find. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm surprised you didn't go up to him
1: and be like, "How'd you guys
0: get so short?" No,
1: I didn't. I didn't. I was very curious to see what the baby looked like. Did the baby have like Tootsie Roll fingers? I I just wanted to see Mm -hmm. if the head was extra big or anything. And and no, the, the baby's head was a little bigger than a baby head, like on a doll. It was. It was. When it should have been Barbie size, it was like my buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my buddy, he goes everywhere with me, my buddy. Yes, and I wasn't being mean. I was just very curious to see what it was like to see two little people's child. That's all. I didn't was say, it? like, you toss me the baby. Let me punt that baby.
2: No, was, I've never
0: asked anyone if I could punt their baby. I've thought about it a few times, but I've never actually asked or done it. just want the record to be clear on that one. Yeah, All let's right.
1: clear this up. I didn't say, hey, pull the covers back. Let me see that kid's head. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this is my, what the dwarf baby looked like? My, no, the, the blonde over there, my son had the one with the red jeans, but it was black. He was... He was, no. he was, no, he wasn't Carmel. He was a little darker than Carmel. He was not like the screen, but he was dark. He had the black, my buddy. Oh, by the way, he was darker than my son. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, he took that stupid thing everywhere. It was like his little brother and it was almost the same size as he was. What did he call him? I don't know. Who this knows? One? That's why, look at his feet. Look at the feet on that dude. And my son had (laughs) curly hair like that, too. They're like little twins. Uh, he was just a little bit darker. That dude, you could hear him talking upstairs. I'm like, who the hell is this guy talking to? Oh, my wife would go, oh, he's talking to my buddy. He's talking to (laughs) buddy. I'm like, what? That's his name was Buddy. That's all. He didn't have any. God, look at that
0: thing. You're you're telling me the little. AJ. Yeah, you're telling me the little uh, midget baby looked like this.
1: His head did, okay. his body did, he had, he had, no regular he had a regular oh. sized baby body, but his head was just a little bigger. No. Not so
0: fast, midget. No. not so fast. Did you say that as he walked by?
1: No, I didn't say anything, and I really did, I didn't feel good about myself after I did that, after I made the, the drive by again, <laughs> but I had to, because I was curious, I mean, you know, curiosity, there's nothing wrong with that, I didn't insult anybody. No. I, didn't, I didn't stop and just stare down or ask to hold the baby. I just
0: caught the baby out of the corner of my eye. I promise you weren't the only person who did that. And Oh, no, there's people that stopped, I guarantee you. As I said, there are probably people who did stop and stare, and there were probably people who didn't comment something as they were walking by. Yeah, so for I you to just take a, a you know a little drive-by glance, that's no big deal. That ain't the worst thing you've ever done. That's nowhere close. No,
1: it's not. But I, it's, it's it's it was pretty bad. I was a grown-up. I wasn't like a teenager or a kid. I was I was like an adult at that time. I was hey. on the radio. That was that was that was pretty sad. I thought
0: we're all curious, man. You know, Thank we're you. Always, Thank we're, you. We're always intrigued when we see things that we've never seen before. Thus, lady, get into the back
1: of the trunk. I'll hand you the groceries. And if no. the if the trunk happens to slam
0: down and we take off, I mean, it's just an accident, right? No, sexual assault does not uh, fit into <laughs> that category.
1: Why does that have to be sexual assault? Why can't it just be, I'm very curious and taking somebody for a ride? Just okay. a little
0: ride. Okay, sorry, kidnapping does not oh, okay. get into that category. It's it
1: kidnapping instead of sexual assault. I feel a little bit better about that.
0: Okay, yeah, no, still not an accident that you uh, purposely th- threw somebody into the back of your station wagon and then drove <laughs> off with her in said station wagon. With uh, all the cedar
1: chips in the back
0: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly all right off the rails here we'll get back into texas basketball of course uh, we've got some texas baseball to talk about too it was yeah not only a good night on the hardwood but uh, on the diamond as well we've got some texas football to get into but before all of that buck let's uh give some sponsor shout outs
1: our good friends at texas orthopedics now if you're seeking that specializing and, and today i know there's some folks out there because of this wind it's a little bit cooler they've got some bones that are aching and you're thinking about maybe seeing the folks at Texas Orthopedics. They specialize in patient focused orthopedic care. Uh, Contact our experts at Texas Orthopedics. They're physicians and They believe in surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spinal Spinal care, which I've had for sure. Thank you to this. Relax the back, I'm feeling better. Sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, which I've had, my right knee replaced. So if you get to that point, call the folks at Texas Orthopedic, Dr. Chris Danny, Dr. Chris Stockton. They are dedicated orthopedic surgeons. Their goal is to get you back into good health. And of course, that great quality of life that you definitely deserve. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to txortho.com.
0: Yes, indeed. Shout out to Texas Orthopedics. And how about a word from our great friends over at Covert Bee Cave? Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife Hayden. Welcome to Covert BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous Hill Country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and
2: Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about.
0: Covert, born and raised in Austin. There you go. There we go. And also some love to send tickets.com. Hey, after last night's big win, if you want to be in the Moody Center when the Longhorns return home this Saturday to take on Oklahoma State, you can get those tickets right now at send tickets.com. Just two more home games for the Texas men's basketball team. I think only one more home game for the women's basketball team. If You want to be in the building to hashtag bless the mood. You can get your tickets right now at sendtexttickets dot com plus concert tickets, Broadway shows, any live event coming to the city or really any city, you can find tickets to them online at sendtexttickets dot com. Any shovel have them for the Big Twelve tournament also? Sure, if you want to make your way up to Kansas City for uh, the last ever Big Twelve tournament that Texas will partake in. I highly recommend it, honestly. I mean, look, even if you want to go a year where Texas isn't in it, I would still recommend it. But obviously with the the Longhorns in it one last time, uh, Texas probably not going to win it this year, but hey, you never know. I've never been there
1: before, BK. I've never been to that tournament. I should should get to that tournament sometime, but obviously I'm not because this is the last one and I won't get to that. I've been to the Big East tournament numerous times. I mean, it's just – that is, that's where all the football coaches end up as they're allegedly supposed to be recruiting during that time. They'll take off and call it a little quick recruiting trip and mm-hmm. everybody, you see everybody there at the, at, you know, at the Big East Tournament. And that was, that was some great times. I mean, I was there obviously I was coaching at Boston College during the Earl, the pro Washington and some of the players that, you know, the Syracuse and the St. Johns when when things were Georgetown, there was, there were some great games at Madison Square Garden. Oh. And this must be pretty much fun too. Where's it always? Is it always in Kansas, Kansas City?
0: Yeah, it's in Kansas City, right in the heart of downtown at T-Mobile. Um, highly recommend it. It's a great area. There's a ton going on down there all throughout the week. And it's always fun. But this year with four more teams, it's probably going to be even more yeah. fun. So I will say Texas obviously won the Big 12 tournament last year. A lot of differences between last year's team and this year's team. But uh, it'd be uh, pretty awesome if Texas could walk out the door of this Big 12 conference with a uh, conference tournament title. And, uh, boy, if they played like they did last night in Lubbock, then they oh, got yeah. a shot to make some serious noise up there in KC. Yeah, that We've
1: BYU got, team is a sneaky group. I'll tell you what. They can oh, play. They yeah, got, that's
0: it. Uh, they, they got the recipe to make some noise in March because they got a bunch of white guys who can shoot threes. And like, they're tall dudes. They got a bunch of tall guys. They do. Yeah, they've got size, and they went into Kansas, and – Uh, handed KU its first home loss of the season. I think Kansas had won 60-something straight home games against unranked teams. That streak came to an end last night. Texas had won... Kansas had won... God, I had all these stats written down, and I don't remember where I wrote them down. But Kansas had also won, like, 70 straight home games in which it had a halftime lead. That streak came to an end last night. Man. It was, yeah, impressive showing by BYU... Uh, They're now 8-7 and in conference play. Texas, by the way, 7-8 and in the Big 12 right now. Magic number, I think, for Texas to make the tournament is one. Seriously, like if Texas wins one of these final three regular season games, I think they'll be in. Now, they should win two. Yes. And they've got a chance to win all three. But if they just get to eight Big 12 wins, I think that's going to be enough you obviously run a risk of missing the dance altogether if you somehow slip up and lose all three of these games.
1: Yeah, I know the committee will not be happy if you play like you played in Lubbock and you find a way to lose three games and two of them are at home, you'll find yourself in the NIT again, looking for another championship. Don't forget that, okay?
0: Championship banner. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, we talked about last night being one of my highest highs as a Texas basketball fan. That NIT run was maybe my lowest low as a Texas basketball fan. And then you shrugged off that championship, didn't you? TexasSports.com posting national champions after Texas won that NIT final against Lipscomb. Yeah, have your head on a swivel for that one, will you? Yeah, that's that's an all-time embarrassing moment. That's, that's full Aggie right there. Never go full Aggie. Texas went full Aggie after that NIT win. And uh, we got a Tech fan in the building. Shout out to John. John, we've seen you comment here a number of times. Always appreciate you stopping by. But a Tech fan showing Texas some love. Yeah, it was embarrassing by right, Texas Tech. Obviously, a bad look for the team on the court. A bad look for the fans off the court. Uh, that's that's Texas Tech fans, though, for better or for worse. They are a very passionate bunch. They are heathens. They are the Eagles of college sports. <laughs> heathens. And we we as Texas fans have known that. But now, like, the rest of the country got to see that on ESPN last night just how out of bounds Texas Tech fans can get sometimes and yeah uh, it was on full display last did the night
1: the rest of the did the rest of the world get to see that hip check last night? Oh yeah that absolute cheap shot of a play. Hey here's what Brock Cunningham was doing. All right.
0: I'm oh sure, no please please don't I'm sure there were members of the Texas Tech football team in the building. Oh and Brock Cunningham look he watched the Texas Texas Tech football game in which the Longhorns put up 57 in a 50-point assing of the Red Raiders here yes. in Austin. And Cunningham just wanted to show the Texas Tech defenders how to tackle. That's simple. Here's what you do. You guys clearly couldn't do this uh, you know, right after Thanksgiving in football. So now I'm going to give y'all a lesson on what you're supposed and to maybe do. Maybe the commissioner
1: was in the stands for this basketball game.
0: Oh yeah, your mark actually threw the first water bottle on the floor after this. <laughs> he was that upset. He was the loudest. Chanter of FUT. I, I do like when a guy sticks his hands out like, who, me? <laughs> yeah. Are you, really? I, I've talked about Brock before. Like, I know him personally. Uh, he's he's a good dude. Great kid. He's hilarious. But yeah, that that's, that's he knew exactly what he was doing. Last of course night. he did. It was yeah. a cheap shot. Even if you're the biggest Texas fan in the world, you should be willing to admit that that was a cheap shot. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, so we can laugh at it as I mentioned a couple of times this morning. but Yeah, the dude, yeah. like I said,
1: I didn't know the dude's body went airborne. It did. Uh,
0: yeah, and then he's like, on
1: me? You're calling a foul on me? You can't do that. That's not on me. So It was a loose ball. We were both going for it. It was we're a basketball play. We were actually both going for the loose ball. No, you were going for the body. Oh, the other dude had his
0: head down. It was a basketball play. Wow. Right there. Yeah, that was... It was funny, but just just a dominant performance. I mean, Texas was uh, you know, they I went like on every, a yeah, I like every bit of it. I oh, it was great. It throwing was water
1: bottles out on there. I mean, come on, guys.
0: Texas went on a 28 to seven run to close the first half. Speaking of football, there's a little football score right there. 28 to seven run to take a 24 point lead into the locker room. And, oh, you knew uh, they
1: weren't coming back. They couldn't shoot. That no. group can't shoot at tech right now. No, they've got they've got problems. PK, they're not, I don't know how, they, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't even know what
0: the last couple of games for them are, you know, remaining in their season. Yeah, they, they are struggling as of late, not to downplay Texas's win, because that was a huge win for Texas. Yes, and it was. Texas Tech is still a tournament team. That's only their second home loss this season. Uh, but look, the, the Red Raiders are struggling. They now have lost three of their last four games. Uh, this is a team that was in first place, in sole possession of first place in the league at the end of January and now they are just a game over 500. That's just life in the Big 12. That's just how it goes. Um, but, yeah, look, the last three games, two of them are on the road for Tech, but they do get to play the two worst teams in the conference with West Virginia and Oklahoma State. They end the year with Baylor at home. So, look, if Tech plays like it did last night, then they might lose all three of those games. And if they lose all three games and then are one and done, Yeah, i pick them,
1: I pick them to lose to West Virginia. West Virginia's playing okay right now. And
0: uh, Yeah, I I wouldn't, but it's not out of the question with the way the Red Raiders have looked. And they have struggled on the road in conference play this season. Is that West Virginia game on the road? It is, yep. Wow. Yeah, their next two games at West Virginia and at Oklahoma State. And then they'll wrap things up at home next Saturday against Baylor, who, of course, Texas will see in the midweek next week. They're losing two
1: Uh, or three of those games, two out
0: of three. Um. They could. They could. I mean, I I think they'll be favored in both of those road games, but I don't know. I don't know. It was a a bad showing. They got to get Warren Washington back, their big man. Uh, You know, that guy was missed last night, and he barely played in their loss to UCF on Saturday. So uh, they'll get a little healthier, you would think, but doesn't take away from what Texas did. Um, That was a total beatdown on the road. It would have been nice to have any sort of win against that team. Oh, for but, sure. I don't care if everybody was hurt. And I know the margin of victory was only 12, but if you watch that game, you know the game Never wasn't closed. nearly that close. It was wire to wire for Texas. It really was. And I think the funny part is like Tech fans started getting hope. Like Tech went on a little bit of a run after that Cunningham incident and they like closed it to maybe 13 or 15. With and, five and, and their fans started going nuts. They were cheering. They all stayed. That was even better for me. Like, it could have gotten to, like, 40 where all the Tech fans would have left early. And don't get me wrong. I, I would not have hated that at all. But the fact that, like, oh, their players gave their fans a little bit of life. And they're, and they're still working, hanging
1: around. Horns down
0: horns down, and all. Yeah, they stayed for all 40 minutes of that beat down. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what was great. You know, I'm such a sports masochist, right? Like, that was so great just watching their fans get that little glimmer of hope. Like, oh, my God, we might have an epic comeback here. And then it's just like, nah. The last time anyway. we'll
1: play them, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. We're coming back after being down 25. What a team. Not so fast.
0: So good. So, so good. And uh, now it's not the same as UT without the Sioux in the lineup. The Sioux significantly better than Warren Washington. But he, he was missed last night. He wouldn't have made the difference in that game. No. Oh, You're, no. I'm here to tell you that. They did uh, some jumpers. Yeah. They
1: didn't need just a big man inside. Everything didn't go inside. Texas was hidden
0: from the outside. They were hidden from everywhere. Let me ask you this before we uh, get to some of the other topics we have planned today. And we'll get into Texas hoops again in hour two. But uh, you you asked me this earlier, and I'll flip it and ask you now. You want to play Texas Tech in Lubbock again? Yes. Okay. Every year. Every year. Home away, home away, home away. Don't let that thing go away. Now. You probably won't get the home and home because they're not in the same conference as you, right? Like when you're playing teams in the non-con in any sport, you play them at well, most once a year.
1: Well, that's what I'm just saying. Once, I mean, every other, you just go home, then go there, go home. Go. Yeah, I'd okay. like, like, like to keep the basketball thing going. Football, I don't really care. I really don't. I, like I said, I would, I would rather play Baylor than Tech in football. Uh, I don't. Wanna, I don't. Wanna, I not want to go there. I'd rather go down to the to McLean Stadium. I'd rather go there to a nice stadium to go up to that village up there. No thanks. I don't yeah. want to go out there. I'd rather play Baylor in football.
0: I want to. I want to play all of them, not every year, but uh, and I think I've said on this show before. Move it around. Yeah, rotate. Like one year you play Tech, one year you play Baylor, one year maybe you play DCU. TCU. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care too much about any of the other Big Twelve teams um but yeah like i'd be open for that but yeah I, i would love to keep playing texas tech i like that idea you play them once a year you alternate home or away but let me ask you this now do you think texas will be playing texas tech in basketball anytime soon
1: i do you do i do i think they'll try to find a way to do that i don't want to play houston every every once in a while i don't want to i don't ever want to see them on the
0: schedule again
1: no, Unless with, it's, in the tur- it's in tournament play. No thank you.
0: Yeah, not with Kelvin Sampson on the sidelines. No, keep them away. Uh, I don't want that automatic loss. Um, I, I don't think Texas and Texas Tech will play in basketball anytime soon. Now, I guess they could play in the Big 12 tournament in two weeks, so that, that would be very soon. But next year, once the move to the SEC happens, I think it's going to be a long while. Even before last night, I would have said that. But after yeah. that shit happened last night, like C D C has the easy spin of dude, like our, our players aren't safe when they go out there. Yeah, that's true. He does. He really like, does. We can't we can't go out there and subject our student athletes. You're right. Remember that's what they are, to that's those right. types of conditions. So yeah, I, I, once again, I, I think C D C already had his mind made up, but now he's got evidence to point to as like uh true. Hey, here's why we shouldn't be playing those guys every year. You're so, right. Someone on the that's a good point. Someone on the code of text line, uh, 512-222-9328, by the way, if you're listening on the app and want to chime in, went to the game last night. Wow. Been to a lot of venues. They all hate us, but Tech fans have zero class. Yeah. We, I think we knew that before yesterday. But Are they zero uh,
1: class or are they just overzealous fans?
0: Yeah. Look, or- I I, I always, another thing I say all the time, sorry you're getting stuck with all of my dad-like statements this morning, but I always say if you spend your days looking for class in sports, you need to find a new hobby. Like I, I always get such a kick of people on Twitter just freaking out whenever a player, a coach, or a fan doesn't show class. It's like we're talking about the most competitive people in the world here. right? And people who are super passionate about this stuff. There are going to be lapses in class from time to time. It, it, to me, it's a bigger deal when somebody does show class. Like, we should promote that because that's great and that's rare. But, True. like, it, it, of course people are going to get classless. Uh, and I'm here to tell you that, you know, Texas Tech fans aren't the only fans that would have thrown shit on the floor after what happened last night. Like, y- you go do that at Auburn, at LSU. You're oh, yeah. in your building kicking their ass by 25 and then one of your players takes a cheap shot at one of their players. Stuff's going to come out on the floor. So, like, yeah, people are going to get upset over that. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, overzealous fans, yes. Texas Tech fans are very passionate. This is not defending them. They shouldn't be doing it, but it ain't the only fan base in the world that would have reacted like that after that's a good point. You're right. What happened. So, I don't know. To me, that just added to the fun of yesterday. Like, it would have been a great game, regardless of Cunningham doing what he did and then the Texas Tech fans reacting the way that they did. But that was the cherry on top, if you will, coach. No, keep that game going. Don't
1: let that one die out. I know he has a reason to, but now keep the basketball part of it going.
0: I hope it happens, but I don't think that it will. You can take Houston
1: off that schedule, though.
0: (laughs) Forever. Yeah, yeah, I'm good on that. You know, it's, that's the, like, men's basketball, maybe there's another sport or two that is lesser known that I'm not thinking about right now, but, like, Men's basketball is the one sport where you're actually getting a reprieve going to the SEC. Now, the SEC is good. This may be the best year in men's basketball. Over the last
1: two or three years, it's gotten better. You know, with Alabama last year, yes.
0: Yeah, it's it's the second best conference in college basketball right now. At least you can make that argument. But the, the gap between the Big 12 and everybody else is astronomical. So yeah, it's the one sport where it's like, oh, life's gonna get easier for Texas when they go to the SEC. So yeah, don't don't schedule Big Twelve teams, please. Like, enjoy your break. You don't need to be putting Houston in Kansas. Oh, no, no, them. thanks. As much no, as I thanks. love that game, yeah. No, not to make it
1: look good. No, thank you. No, no, we're we're good on that. We. They'll be. You'll see them in that. tournament play.
0: They'll be in the tournament somewhere. You'll see them. Sure, sure. And if you do want to schedule a Big Twelve game. And maybe you make it against tech maybe you make it against baylor you do one of those in-state games right uh, against a longtime big 12 rival you don't need to do it against uh, the best of the best and
1: in football you stay away from san marcus you know that right well,
0: you know that texas You're baseball will see the bobcats this weekend oh no the cats are alive again the cats are alive and well wow that game will be in Houston, though. That won't be in San Marcos, which I still can't figure out why you're so terrified of Texas State football.
1: You should be. Programs on the rise. All the programs there. What about us? Aren't we on the rise? Basketball?
0: Uh, yes. I don't
1: know. I not about on the rise. It was a good game last night. Well, football. The They're definitely on the rise. But did you see that Bobcat team this year? Ask Baylor what that's
0: like. Ask Baylor what it was like playing us. <laughs> we beat them down worse than Texas State did. That was a beat down in Texas State.
1: But Texas State, little Texas State, went, down, went up to Waco and demolished that group. Yeah. I mean, but, really? That really happened to big them? Magic Johnson. What
0: has he done? Big Baylor. What have they done? That yeah. dude's keeping his gig for another year. Dave Aranda? The quiet one. Mm-hmm. They brought in Gary Patterson to help. Why would
1: they do that? Why would Gary Patterson even go there?
0: Doesn't he hate them? Doesn't he know they hate him when he was at TCU? Dude, I don't think TCU fans nor Baylor fans are happy with that move.
1: Do they know he's there? I mean, do people actually know he's there? Yeah. Yeah, The story came out. That's about the second time I've only heard of that, him actually going to Baylor. For what? What, did he get a home? Did he and his wife get a home not in Austin, but in between Waco and Austin?
0: To be an analyst the hell is that about dude that's like I mean, that it's is little, so different it's a little smaller scale because texas ou is obviously a bigger rivalry than baylor tcu but those schools hate each other i mean this is like bob stoops getting an analyst job at texas like that That that's what it is for these two programs could you for ever brother imagine getting, that happening brother getting
1: the head coaching job at texas a&m
0: Wow, that lasted minutes. For thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's really what this is. It's Mac Brown getting an analyst job at OU vomit, or it's Bob Stoops taking an analyst job at Texas.
1: I, I don't get that. That's weird. I, I don't either. I don't Do know. Do you want to coach? Ready. Do you want to be a head coach again? Do you want to retire, or you just want to play around with the kids and teach them a few things here? I don't get that. Are You accusing him of being Michael
0: Jackson or something?
1: no. no. I mean. Just stay here. I mean, what's what's the deal? The house, if it's equal distance, why go there? Oh, because they need the help. Because Dave Miranda needs the help. He doesn't care about you, Gary.
0: Well, he Gary Patterson wasn't here this past season, right? Right. It was two seasons ago he was here. Yes. And then he took he took last year off, and now he's taking the Baylor job. So I, I maybe he's still mad at TCU because they fired him in the middle of the season. Which was such BS, dude. That was such a like. You've got a statue of the guy in front of your stadium, and you fired him in the middle of the yeah. I don't care how bad things had gotten, and they had gotten pretty bad. You you can't fire that dude mid year. He's got a statue at the place. He knows TCU hates Texas. He knows TCU hates Baylor. So maybe that was just his Tom Herman double bird to both of the uh, or to his school for offing him the way that they did.
1: But you know, you do remember Dave Aranda and his. Talk about, hey, we only have to win one game. You know, there's only one game that we have to win.
0: How'd that go for him? Didn't go well. <laughs> did go by well. 30 on their home field. Wow. Yeah. You know, not great. Oh, All right. We, we've got some Texas baseball to talk about also. SEC championship odds for Longhorn football, year one in the SEC, we'll get to those momentarily. But first, Buck, how about some more love, some more sponsors?
1: Dr. Greg Eckert and his all-star group of professionals do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced work, like restoring teeth. Not like restoring teeth, just restoring teeth. And he did that for me in two visits, and I couldn't be happier with the smile that I had over the last seven years. Folks, find out if you're a candidate, though, for dental implants. Probably not as expensive as veneers, for sure. But if you've got problems with a tooth, you don't like the way it sits, you don't like the way the color is, talk to Dr. Eger and see if you're a candidate to get that replaced in just one day. 512-345-3166. He has taken on new patients in 2024 and he'd love to have you give him a call and find out if your insurance does fit his policies. And believe me, if you've got dental health insurance, let's start to use it now. Let's not wait until December. Let's use it now in the new, in the new year. He also does general dentistry, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening tooth loss solution extractions. Dr. Eckert is there for you because he wants to take care of all of your dental needs. And if you have to have IV sedation just to get some of those regular dental needs done, Dr. Eckert will do that also. 28 years of service in Central Texas, over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. Dr. Eckert is our dentist. He should be your dentist also.
0: Absolutely, shout out to Doc U, And also, I gotta find this YouTube comment from earlier today. Somebody was giving some love to Woods Comfort Systems. Here we go. Our man Michael C. Said, Bucky, my air conditioner shit the bed yesterday. I have a call into Woods Comfort Systems. They're coming out on Friday. There you go. Travis will be there. Yes, indeed. Shout out, Michael C. Shout out to all of you who support our great sponsors. And, of course, shout out to Woods Comfort Systems. If something's wrong with your AC, you know it's about to get really hot. It's been kind of hot this week. You know, it's about to get real hot here in central Texas. Make sure that AC is ready to go for the summer months. I'm making that call to Woods Comfort Systems.
1: Yeah, you know, I've got my generator. I got my generator and I've got a 100 a gallon propane tank that's out there that, you know, it, it, it's a high one. It's about my height. So it's tall, it's a tall, ga- tall uh, tank. And bk that baby's hopefully I'm I, I've got a, I hope I never have to use it ever I don't care if I spent the money for it I hope that thing never has to click on and power the house if if the, if we go off the grid and stuff but man I've got to get propane in that thing and it looks like I've found trucks that won't come to my house I've got to take that thing and take it to tractor supply put it on the old doo-doo brown truck take it fill it up get it off and put it back in the spot it seems like Man, is that a bummer to me. You that's gotta do all like, that? Yes, that's like the work that I'm not accustomed to. I'm a farmer, you know what I'm saying? I'm a gardener and most most mostly I'm a lettuce rancher. Although lettuce time has now gone by BK. It is now gone. Too hot, too warm. Lettuce is kind of mushy right now. Almost like kind of like cotton candy. No good. But my garden is getting ready. I'm getting garden. I'm getting ready for my garden, but the propane, my friend, I'm not so sure about that. Where is Javier? Who? Your friend. Oh, that's right. He is my friend. I've had him to dinner before, and I actually pay him, and he is a friend of mine. I haven't seen Javier in over a year. Do you have his number? He has numerous numbers, burner phones. I mean, numbers, different types of numbers. I've tried a bunch of them. I don't know if he's on this side of the river or back on the other side. I know he knows how to get back and forth. I just haven't seen him. What river? The Colorado? Yeah, whatever river separates some places. You know, there's some separation. Oh, the Red River.
0: He went up north to Oklahoma. There you go. There you go. Maybe that's where he went. But I haven't seen that dude in a while. Your friend Javier, who you uh, had over only to do work at your house. He's been to dinner with me. And you made him pay for it. Come on, man. Was he boss now? Come on, <laughs> oh man no I miss
1: I that dude. I wish I could get that dude, but he's he's gotten to the point because it's been so many years that he's worked with me, not for me, but for you. you for yeah. you you know that he's worked with me that that guy he'll he'll do a job for like a half a day and then he won't show up to finish it for like three weeks later. I'm like, but he wants
0: all the money up front, yeah. A lot of guys like that. Damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we, we got to do a little manhunt for Javier. We got to make sure he's okay because he is one of your good friends, after all. At least yeah, you I claim. Mean,
1: they've, they've hunted for him before. Dude's mm. hard to catch up to. That's good.
0: He knows mm. all the ways. He does. And means. Hey, we love it. We love it. All right. Shout out to, I don't even know how we got there. Shout out to Woods Comfort Systems. Also, shout out to Olipop. You know, love it. A great tasting soda that's actually good for you. Buck is a big Olipop fan. Trey is a big Olipop fan. Rodney, Chip, the list goes on and on. Our man Tom McKay of AV Consultations is a big Olipop drinker now. If you haven't tried it yet, you are missing out. Stop drinking regular soda. It's so bad for you. You know it's bad for you. You I know it's bad for me. You know it's bad for you. You could look at the back and see how bad it is for you, but you don't have to do that. Like, you've known forever that soda is horrible for you. Well, you love the taste of soda, so it's hard to give it up. Olipop has solved the problem because it tastes like soda. It's got all the great soda flavors that you love, but this stuff is actually good for you. I don't know how they do it, but they did it. It's a healthy drink that doesn't taste like dog shit. It's, it's really good an amazing- stuff, Amazing concept. Go get you some H-E-B, Target, Walmart, Costco, Whole Foods, wherever you buy your groceries, you can find the Olipops. They've got them at some 7-Elevens as well. It's good stuff. Shout out to our friends at Pop.
1: Now, did you, did you go by Wendy's yesterday? They, that's, that was the talk of all the news yesterday, mostly what they're trying to do, the scam that they're trying to run. Oh, was it? Yes, it was out there. It, it was, people had talked about it. A lot of people talked about they're never going again.
0: Yeah, I don't. Because I don't that's know. the
1: only time they go is at at lunch or at dinner. They don't fly in there at 3 o'clock in the middle of the afternoon just for a for
0: a burger and some chili. Right. Most people are not like me. I eat two dinners every night. I do dinner one and dinner two, okay? <laughs> and dinner two is usually like 9 o'clock. So that, you know, there's not a lot of people going to Wendy's at 9 o'clock. Oh. Yeah, most people go get food during lunch or dinner. Right. Yes. I get meals during mealtime. So, yeah, Wendy's bit. We talked about it yesterday. I don't know if it's already started, but they announced it. I, I don't they announced think it yesterday
1: uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they've actually rolled it out or when they are going to roll it out. I Is that the I algorithms awesome. there working at work? I guess the money rhythms. It's gonna be like Uber. You ever taken an Uber before? Once. Was it with us in New Orleans when I ordered it? No, I did this in um,
1: uh, Seattle. Seattle, baby. Yes. I did one you, in Seattle. You ordered it from your phone? Uh, yes.
0: You downloaded the app. You entered your credit I card. It, I, I have it. I
1: entered The whole works. Yes.
0: That's a surprise.
1: Good job. No, because you know, when I was in New Orleans, what was it? What was I doing in Louisiana? I was using Yellow Cab. They were there consistently, by the way, and cheaper.
0: Yeah, and a lot of Ubers and some cabs didn't even want to take us to where we were staying. Oh,
1: hell no. I, but I never, had, I never had a cab driver. Cab drivers know exactly where they're going. They're going to every hole in the city. They're, they're like, they'll take the money. They're like, okay, I'm going. Let's go. Been
0: there before. Yeah, every Uber or Lyft you get in has like someone on their phone using the GPS to get you where you need to go. I've never seen a cab driver have anything like that. They just know. <laughs>
1: yes. You just, when you, yeah, when you say the old governor's mansion road, they're like, oh hell, I know where that is. I've just, been there to pick up the wounded before. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. You literally <laughs> just tell them an address in any city, and it's like, oh well, yeah, I got you. I know where that is. Ridiculous.
1: And they all take the long way around. They never take any shortcuts. They're going to take you. The cab drivers will take yeah. you the longest route. To get to a spot. Uh, and yeah, you you're, already're you're the
0: one on your phone. Like, uh, why are you going this way? Yeah, you already
1: know where how to get there. And you're like, dude, this is not the way to get there. Yeah. Oh no, this is the way, this is the best way. It's my way. Yeah, it's that extra three dollars
0: your way. Yeah, there's three dollars off your tip, right? And there. And they had a lot yeah. of those,
1: they had a lot of those
0: in Louisiana. Yeah. There were
1: tons of cab drivers around.
0: They did. Yeah. But the Uber thing. It's the surge pricing. So you've only ordered one Uber, so you've never really seen this. But i never surged, no. Yeah, Uber, they will raise their prices based on demand. So all those angry Texas Tech fans leaving the United <laughs> Supermarkets <laughs> Arena last night, they had to pay a lot more after the game because of how crowded it was in that area. So all those Tech fans who were here in Austin for the football game, when they left D.K.R., oh. they had to pay more for ubers because of that area so that's the bit for wendy's we talked about it yesterday check out yesterday's podcast on spotify or apple if you missed it but uh yeah wendy's is rolling out surge style pricing where their food items will be more expensive during rush hours taco bell will be next
1: you think t-bell is going to do that Well, everybody's going to try it if it works. If they make money, everybody's going to try to do this.
0: That's the fear, right? Like, you you can easily avoid one fast food restaurant, but you can't easily avoid all fast food restaurants. Well, you can't avoid Taco Bell, can you? Me? I know you can't. I'd rather put a bullet in my head than avoid Taco Bell. Come on, man. (laughs) Golly. All right, back to Texas. Hey, it wasn't only a good night for... Texas, because of what happened in basketball. How about what happened at the dish last night? The Texas baseball team with a nice 15 to 4 victory over St. John's. You had an assing by the basketball team. You had an assing by the baseball team last night. This one wasn't as easy. Texas was actually down one to nothing. They were actually down three to two after three innings last night, but uh, the bats woke up. The, The bullpen did a great job keeping St. John's in check. And the Longhorns went out into a double-digit run victory. Jalen Flores, his second Grand Slam of the year. He hit that go-ahead Grand Slam on opening night against San Diego. He hit another go-ahead Grand Slam. This one not nearly as dramatic, but it still happened. Another Grand Slam in the fourth inning yesterday to give Texas a lead that it would not relinquish. He also hit another home run last night. Three for five with six RBIs. He carried the offense Will Gasparino, the true freshman, his best game is a horn three for three with two doubles and four ribs at the top of the order, stayed hot. It was uh, it was another good showing for David Pierce's team. Boy. boy, the young players are playing well. They are. Yeah, they really are. And, and in those midweek games, let's let you hear from David Pierce, because Pierce talked about it after the game, you know, the importance of playing these midweek games, but also the importance of winning these midweek games, too. Uh,
1: good night for us. Uh, we, you know, played a pretty scrappy team. It was a really close ball game early and you know Flores' just home run busted it wide open but uh, really pleased with some offensive approaches with JT and Peyton just continue to do their thing and you know and then Flo I mean Flo jumps in there and gets a big couple of big
2: big home runs and then you look at you know big night for Gasparino which is huge for him as he's continuing to grow and then you know
1: we're able to play a lot of players, and that's what these Tuesday nights are about as well as that development. Yeah, this team is starting to gather a bunch of runs. I mean, the bats are fantastic. Obviously, the pitching has been good. And to find a, 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 you know, find a, a nice pitcher on a Tuesday—that's a good thing. That bowls well for later on in the in the baseball season. And those games are important. Those Tuesday games—you can't lose a bunch of those. Now,
0: yeah, the bullpen was great for Texas. They had five guys. With scoreless relief outings, including Tanner Witt, who worked a one, two, three, ninth. Uh, Still trying to get him back into the swing of things. And, God, you'd love to get the old Tanner Witt back. Um, Haven't seen him in a while, but it was nice to see him last night. Obviously, at some point, you want to see him back into the starting rotation. But, uh, yeah, good bullpen showing. And for Texas, uh, just, just about as good as you could do through these first eight games. You know, we talked about this before the season started, Buck. The Longhorns had a relatively easy start to the schedule right. in these first eight games. And you were hoping, obviously, you wanted them to go 8-0, but you felt like, okay, 6-2 and or 7-1, and those are attainable. And Texas ended up going 7-1 and through these first eight games, and their only loss was in extra innings to a decent San Diego team. So about as good of a beginning to the season as you could ask for for the Longhorns. But obviously, things get a lot tougher starting this weekend. Right and I mean, you know it'll
1: it'll be windy this weekend well it won't be windy there but yeah it'll be it'll be
0: in Houston at minute Maid.
1: and it, it's i i like the fact that the weather's been good for this team so far
0: yeah, yeah the ball's been carrying you <laughs> yeah. know I'll have to say that especially early on in the year at the dish February. The, the cold temps and the winds i mean we saw that opening weekend against San Diego but these last you know five or six home games that Texas has played uh yeah the weather's been nice and uh Texas has been able to hit a lot of long balls because of it so yeah this weekend at minute maid park texas plays number three lsu on friday they play texas state on saturday and they play number nine vanderbilt on sunday So
1: you get a game every no matter what you're you're gonna get a game this is not like tournament play it's not one or two loss you go everybody gets to play
0: Yeah, yeah, that schedule will not change. It's not a... uh, Yeah, everybody who's there will play each other. Um, But yeah, so you've got... Yeah, LSU, Texas State, Vanderbilt, regardless of wins or losses, those will be the three teams that the Longhorns face this weekend. If you could win two of those, awesome. You feel great about this team because that means you're winning at least one against a top-10 team in the SEC. And if you win all three, then... You know, I don't want to say book your tickets to Omaha, but you'd be feeling great about this team finding a way to get to the College World Series when it's all said and done. Uh, you don't want to go 0-3. That would be a no. disaster. Then it's like, well, we were 7-1 and to start the year. That's great. But once we started playing good teams, we kind of no-showed.
1: Now, they've so, had those disastrous starts in uh, Arlington, have they not, before?
0: Yes. They've had to
1: bounce back.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, even if Texas does go 0 and 3 or 1 and 2, I'm not saying stick a fork in this team. Right. It's just no, still the thing. beginning of the season. Yeah, they got plenty of time to figure things out and turn things around. But this is your barometer to see where this team really is going up against really yes. good competition. Like, yeah, seven and one. Okay, you don't complain about that at all, regardless of who you're going up against. But uh, this is the real test to see, okay, is Texas good or are they great? They win two of three. You could say this is a great team that's got a potential to be special. Sure. Um, but yeah, look, they, they still could be that, even if things don't go great in H Town. We'll see what happens. And then it's not just this weekend, though, because next Tuesday, AM comes to town and AM is ranked number seven in the country. So three of the next four games that Texas baseball will play will be against top nine teams, all out of the SEC. So you get to see how good you are this year, but also, you know, you can kind of start to project ahead. Absolutely. Like that was big with Texas football, right? Like that game at Alabama this year. Okay, it's big for this year, but it's also, hey, can we prove to the SEC that we're going to be able to hang when we go over there? And Texas football, I think, by winning that game and also having the season that it had proved that. And now Texas baseball, if they can, if they go two and one against those three SEC teams, then yeah, oh, yeah. You, you send a, a few messages with that and then next weekend guess where texas baseball is next weekend buck don't say lubbock lubbock they got a chance to do what the basketball team just did and assing in lubbock in baseball about a three-game sweep on your way out of the league in that house that, that sounds deep. so good oh my god i did i'd cut off my left eh, i don't know no. if i would go that for no but i'd be pretty stoked Texas Tech is ranked number 18 in the country, by the way. So, overall point of this is, yeah, the schedule is about to get a hell of a lot tougher for Texas. And, and this is the way to start, though. Yeah, six of the next seven games are against top 20 teams in college baseball, according to the D1 Baseball Poll. Now, Texas is a top 15 team. Texas is good too, but they get to t- test their metal against some of the best teams. And only one of those games is at home That's the A&M game You got three in Houston and then three in Lubbock So um, I beg your pardon It's seven of the next eight games against ranked teams Not just six of the next seven My apologies for that Wow There you go There's your Texas baseball chatter this morning Texas softball will play Texas State tonight Uh Uh-oh You nervous about Texas State softball, Buck?
1: Not with this Texas softball team They're pretty good yeah, they're number two
0: in the country. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about the softball, no. It's one loss this year. And a quick shout-out to the Texas women's basketball team. Uh, their biggest game of the year is tonight, north of the Red River. They will take on Oklahoma in a battle for first place in the Big 12. Right now, OU has a one-game lead over Texas for first place in this conference. The Sooners are 14-2. and two. Texas is 13-3. and three. OU came into Austin. This is right after Rory Harmon got hurt. But OU beat Texas in Austin earlier this year. Uh, This is basically for the Big 12. It's not the last game of the year, but if Texas wants at least a share of the regular season conference title, yeah, yeah, they absolutely have to win this game. Uh, Of course, it's on ESPN Plus, so everyone is going to be able to watch it. Oh, that's good. That's good for tonight. Good stuff. No, I'm kidding. No one's going to be able to watch it on ESPN Plus because nobody has
1: not in ESPN Plus,
0: now, yes. No, so good Good luck finding that one. Uh, what do we have well, LHN for? Uh, yeah, softball.
1: I, I was gonna say, oh, that's right, softball.
0: I, I would guess softball's, softball's on there. That's that's a bad bit. Like, not that everybody can pick up LHN, but I think more people have access to that than ESPN Plus, right?
1: Yeah, that deal's about to come to an end too. LHN, is it not? Oh,
2: it After... is. Yeah,
0: Bye. mercifully, mercifully. Uh, the end is nigh for Longhorn Network. I'm going to miss Texas USC, though, man. I'm going to miss being able to watch that game 40 times a week. <laughs> oh, oh wait, Come I guess on, I, man. I guess I could just pull it up on YouTube and watch it there. It's uh, there. It's
1: waiting for you. Yes, you won't miss it. You see it three times a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. I do. The American people do. So, yes, they do. What a night it was last night for Texas sports. Uh, the men's basketball team doing what they did. The baseball team doing what they did. Some double-digit victories for both. Uh, and obviously for Texas basketball, I want to say a season saver because they could have lost last night and still made the tournament. But uh, huge for the Longhorns. Curious to see what the next round of bracketologies look like. Texas was starting to slip towards the bubble a little bit. Uh, the work is not done. The job is not finished. But they are in a much better spot today than where they were the last time we talked to the people. Well,
1: they know what they can do when they play physical basketball. They understand how good they can be. They've got good enough athletes there. I'm not saying they got a deep bench, but their bench is deep enough to get in there and scrap with some guys. The, the guys coming off the bench aren't going to score 15, 20 points. But they can defend. When they want to be in front of people, they showed you they can really get in front of folks. Once again, tech was not very good last night. That's not a good that that was not a good tech basketball team. I think over the next couple games, they'll even see better. I think Oklahoma State may be better than tech right now. Tech is playing really poorly. They are. They yeah, just they are, as you said. So they're they're struggling. And some of these other teams, you don't know what you're gonna get with Oklahoma at the end. You know it's it's a rivalry game. Oklahoma State is that weird team. I know what you're going to get at Baylor. That's a dogfight. You beat Baylor there. That's a hell of a win. You know, yeah. you, you can't go there and get slam dunked, though. You can't go there and get hammered, but you, you can also not lose to Oklahoma State at home. And Oklahoma State's playing a little bit better. They're not playing great. It's not a great team, but they're playing a little bit better late in the season. So you have to watch out for them.
0: If you win two of these final three games. Yes you're a lock to make the tournament. Absolutely. It, if you win one of these final three, then I think you're okay. But once again, you win two, then you take the thinking out of the equation. Like you know that you will hear your name called on selection Sunday. So oh yeah, you,
1: you be Baylor and you're liable to be able to lose two. If you, if, if need be, you be Baylor at Baylor. Yeah. And the way they're playing, because they're
0: playing some of the best basketball in the country right now. Yeah. They just went to Fort Worth and beat up on TCU pretty good the other night. Um, It's a good Baylor team. Tied for third in the Big 12 right now with Kansas, yep. uh, Baylor will play Kansas in Waco on Saturday. So maybe you get a little hangover effect after that game. But look, it, it, it's weird. Like our opinions, I think of it's been such an inconsistent year for Texas basketball. Not breaking any news to anybody, but because of what happened at Houston and at Kansas, I think Texas right. fans are like this team is sucked on the road. Texas has four road wins in conference play this year. As that's many tied as anybody, the, I believe. Yeah, that's tied for the most. Like that that Houston is right. the team that they're tied with. And Houston's the number one team in the nation right now. So yeah, Texas has they've been good enough on the road to where you shouldn't feel like last night was a one-off and they've got no chance to go into WACO next year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like they they could do it. They're gonna be underdogs, but hell, they were underdogs last night. They were underdogs at TCU. They were underdogs at Cincinnati. They were underdogs right. at OU. And all four of the road games that Texas has won this year, they have been. The dog. So they I don't know what it is, but they have found a way to play well away from home. And that's what's going to get them into the tournament is their ability to win some of these games in this league outside of Austin.
1: You're right. They, I good. mean I mean, I don't I, I don't I don't have that checked off as a loss playing Baylor. I I mean I I have that as you play the way you played last night, you're really you're gonna be in that game. Yeah. Now Baylor has better shooters and they're playing some of their best basketball. You have to go up there and play. You can't have, you know, you can't have deficiencies. Whether it's at the free throw line, just those little, the little things that lose your games at the end. Got to shoot great free throws. You've Got to defend. Ace must has to score. He can't be six points and see you later for the night. He has to continue on his, you know, getting it back together a little bit. Yep. I, I just, I, I just hope Dylan Mitchell that funny step even when he came back. Obviously, he'll be sore today. That's how that works out. You know, you you go off of adrenaline. And your your team is just kicking a living shit out of somebody, so you can make it through a game. That next morning when you get up, so it's, it's a little tweaky there because that was a funky step he took there. You know, mm-hmm. that was where that was when it was hyperextended. I did not think he tore anything, but I thought he hyperextended his knee a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was a weird Euro step. He actually collided with uh, a Texas Tech defender. Should have been a foul call. No foul call. And that was the. Oh my God, Texas Tech fans were booing the refs for missed shots. And they, they were booing the refs for everything last oh, year. It's like they would miss an open jumper and it was somehow the refs' fault. That was the hilarious thing. And there are some tech fans on Twitter who are like, we only lost the game because of the re-. Really? You only lost that game because of the refs? No, you lost that game because your team is ass, dude. They, they got assed. That was unbelievable. Oh, oh, did. I didn't even, That, that I didn't was even. great to watch. Oh, it's glorious. I didn't even show you this. So... Longhorn and Lubbock on the text line reminded me that there were tech fans who got escorted out of the stadium last night after the whole Cunningham incident where he got ejected and fans started throwing stuff on the court. Here's a here's one student. Getting not only escorted out, he is being carried out. The camera starts to zoom in a little bit. You can see four security guards, maybe five security guards. That's his legs down there? Yeah, literally carrying this guy. His feet are airborne. He is getting carried. That dude's going to jail. Looks like he's laying down on a mattress there as he's getting
2: picked up out of
0: the stadium. If they have to lift you out of the game, you're going to jail. Well, that's a typical Tuesday night for a tech student, so I got a hunch it ain't that guy's first time spending a night in the slammer.
1: Wow. he's getting a standing O, too. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I cut off the sound so we could talk over the video, but wow. uh, yeah, the fans were going nuts cheering for this jabroni as, uh, <laughs> as,
1: he was as he's going to go <laughs> spend the night in
0: jail. That is oh, great. Oh, God. So good. So good. Everything about that last night. Was oh, it, was, it was spectacular. Glorious. It really, really was. All right. Before we get into the um, SEC championship odds for college football, Buck, how about uh, another sponsor shout out?
1: Say hello to our good friends over at Big Hat Spirits, of course, the mocktail that they have, the non-alcohol mocktail that I love. Taking him, take him out to lay clip to the boss out there today, but he's never tasted it. He's now... He's off of the alcohol. He's decided, no thanks, I'm gonna take a, whether it's a couple months, a week, a year, or just never never drink alcohol again. He's heard about the mocktails uh, by Big Hat, that he wants to taste it. He's going to really enjoy the taste of this. It quenches your thirst, has a fantastic taste. It's got that ginger ale taste. It's got, they have orange, lemon, lime, and then they have the ginger inside of it, BK, and they are thirst quenching. I'll have a couple of these today, along with my Ollie Pop tonight and my cod liver oil that's right tastes like fish yeah oh man is that terrible but mocktails I want to thank the folks at big hat spirits and now they've got now they've got cocktails also that have alcohol in them for those that can drink alcohol and from what i'm hearing they're pretty good too go to your local HEB. you'll find them there i think ashish is trying to start to get the mocktails in uh his 7 so that's that's awesome too but Thanks to the folks at uh, Big Hat Spirits, I, I really am enjoying it, and now I'm turning some folks on to the non-alcohol drink that they have out right now.
0: Yeah, the mocktail, the margarita mocktail. I would turn
1: you on to it, but I don't want you turning your nose up at that, because you may need that little that little twinge of alcohol in your drinks, like your Allstat. That's not just a twinge. You don't want a twinge. You want a damn good drink. That's what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. And hey, don't Big mock, Hat, don't mocktail me. No mocktails for me. But hey, every once in a while a mocktail, not the worst thing in the world. No. But, Get you yourself know. some how about some of that that what is that? Ranch water. Yeah. Oh yeah. I prefer the alcoholic canned cocktails that they have. Yeah, there I've you had, go. I've got a couple of big hats in my fridge. The ranch water, they got the jalapeno margarita, they got the regular margarita, got a bunch of other stuff too. But uh it's good stuff. Is that ranch water more water than ranch? Uh, well, there, there, there's no ranch dressing in there, if you, that's what you're asking me. This is not Hidden Valley that we're doing a live read for right now. Oh. Uh, but, you know, there is some water in there. But okay. But it's tequila and soda water. Oh, tequila. That's what that's ranch not going to work for the buck. No. Yeah, you can't have that. We can't accept that. No, we can't accept that. Yeah. Not at yeah, all. Yeah. Shout out to Big Hat. Also, shout out to Us. If you're trying to make some money on sports, hey, uh, we're two days away from March. It is leap year, so it doesn't start tomorrow. We're two days away from March, which means the madness is about to be upon us. Yes. So make sure that you're ready to bet and win on college basketball in the biggest month of the year. You got to get to BetUS, but you don't even have to remember the website. Just literally click the link in the video description below and make an account, deposit 50 bucks, and boom, just like that, you'll be on your way to winning over at betus if you're listening yeah they make it easy
1: for you folks they make it really easy they they do if if you're having trouble and you're not a a serious gambler but you're now ready to indulge in a little bit especially during march folks like to get into it then this is the place to go they make it very very simple plus i'm probably going to give you some five thousand unit ten thousand unit plays whoa yes because i know how to play do the basketball games
0: you know how to bet college basketball this is the first we're hearing of this
1: is your oh, cousin yeah.
0: winning money on college hoops this season? Cousin is a killer
1: dog when it comes to that. Okay. I fired it up pretty good for football, but in basketball,
0: NBA, you name it, I, I know my basketball. Oh, all right. Get ready for that. Also, if you're listening on the app, just click Explore Our Socials, and then there will be a link to BetUS right there. Same process applies. You deposit 50 bucks or more. BetUS is going to match your deposit, so they're going to give you free money to bet with. And uh, boom, in the blink of an eye, you will be on your way to winning, not only on college basketball, but on every sport all year round. It's Bet US where the game begins. And what was I going to say? Oh, please like this video if you're yeah, watching. Yeah, please do. Of course. Thank you very much. Don't forget to give us that thumbs up. It helps our channel continue to grow. We're getting closer to 7,500 subscribers. So uh, the more you all like this video and the more you all share this video, The more people see it and the quicker we get to our milestone subscriber numbers and the more giveaways we're going to have for you people as well. Are you you noticing that I have my, um, you know, my Under Armour shirt there? You know where I got that from, don't you? Yes, I can see that you're wearing an Under Armour shirt. I don't know why you keep, like, getting closer to the camera. We can all see that you're wearing a blue Under Armour polo. Marshalls, baby.
2: Stand in
1: line. Stand in line in Marshalls. Meet with the girls at Marshalls. Heck oh. yeah, baby. That was the talent. Awesome. Always is.
0: Yeah. Always is at Marshalls. Oh my god. You go in the early afternoon or the late morning when all the kids are in school. But these the moms, moms
1: work. These mm-hmm. these mothers work.
0: Yeah, they work at Marshalls buying <laughs>
1: clothes. My goodness.
0: I'm telling you, man.
1: Marshalls has gone into uh men's uh shirts, polo shirts for golf and BK. I'll just say this. The price is right.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Love Marshalls. Love those rack stores.
1: Love them, T- too. TJ Maxx. I see Macy's is about to go out. of. Macy's is starting to cut down on some stores. They're going out of business. Macy's.
0: Yeah, that parade sucks.
1: What? That parade is the best. That yeah. four-hour extravaganza been there before.
0: Love the parade. What'd you have to piss in a catheter or something? How'd you get anywhere?
1: Dude, it was I, – I, I didn't have back problems when I was very – I was young when I was at the Macy's Day
0: Parade. I don't care for I Macy's.
1: Snoopy, I can see Snoopy go by. I can still remember that big
0: old Snoopy going by. Loved it. Same thing every year. Um out. I'm Absolutely. Out. But, now nah, Macy's ain't as good as Marshall's or TJ Maxx. I told you no. my middle name is Ross because I was conceived in a Ross dress for less. So, <laughs> I love those places, man. They got personal ties for my family. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you golfing today, Buck? Going to Lake Cliff. There go you out go. Going
1: to see our friends out of Lake Cliff.
0: Love today. our great friends. Uh, there won't Cliff. be any
1: trees out there to hide this wind, so you know my balls will end up a lot of times in the lake or up on the ball washer. It's always nice to have your balls clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just care. hard getting up on that thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put your balls
0: on the ball what? washer. It says ball wash. Somebody told me that's a ball washer. There should be a disclaimer on the side for you. It says, don't put your balls in here, please.
1: What's this ball washer? I just, I slipped one time when I was up there. That's just not that much fun.
0: That's got to hurt using that machine and (laughs) dropping it in there. Oh, it's better better for me than
1: Louie, who doesn't have any balls outside today.
0: Oh, you would get one chopped off if you kept uh, going up and down in that ball washer on the course. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, that's all, all the guys, all the cliches on the golf course are funny. Like when they, yeah. when they're, when they're putting stuff on the greens, and they're putting that chemicals on the greens, Hey, don't put your balls in your mouth. <laughs> Cause I've seen guys do that before. I've seen guys instead of getting their, taking their towel and washing off a ball, if it's got a little dirt mark on, I've seen them lick the ball and then wipe it off that way. And then Ew. you hear somebody said, Hey, don't put those balls in your mouth. That's gross. Oh yeah. I've, it's not like I've never done it before. I've i put I have put I have not put a whole ball in my mouth, but I've licked a spot off of a
0: ball, a little dirt spot or a little mark. Yeah.
1: Sorry about that, that.
0: We're gonna make that a drop. I have not put a whole ball in my mouth. <laughs> but I've licked, but Just, I've licked the spot on it. Oh you yeah. licked the ball. You put half a ball in your mouth, but not a no. whole ball in your mouth apparently. Why did I
1: bring that up? I am so sorry that just came up now. No, don't I'm be sorry. Right. That's
0: great. Thank you for I'm that. I'm sorry, folks. Hmm, that Please is fantastic. Forgive me. Yeah, that's I that's didn't know so what something I
1: say for Wags and Rodney, but I just happened to I just to drop
0: that, you know, at at 9:30. Uh, sorry about that. Now I know what you mean when you say you're playing around with the Texas cheaters. Oh. You're playing around with them. You got oh. balls going in mouths and stuff. Man. Oh. oh man! Hey, man, to each his own. We don't uh, we don't discriminate on this show. That's hey, well documented. Go
1: get it, go get it, big fella. Not that there's
0: anything wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. For you. All right, Buck. Let's uh, let's pull up. Let's do a little screen share here. We've got odds for the 2024 SEC Conference Championship. Of course, this is for college football. And here it is. No surprise who's at the top. would be the Georgia Bulldogs. Two to one favorites to win the SEC this coming college football season. But right after UGA at two and a half to one. So Georgia's two to one. Texas is two and a half to one. Oh, yeah. Well, I just told you. The Texas Longhorns, two and a half to one. The second best odds to win the SEC in the first year in the SEC. What say you? I say that's good. That five to two isn't bad. I thought it was going to be
1: brutal. I thought it would be a little bit worse, but that's okay.
0: Boy, I mean, that's awesome to see. But, man, that's crazy to see, too, isn't it?
1: It's crazy to see Alabama not in that, that two
0: hole or that one hole. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Alabama has the fourth highest odds. They're below Ole Miss, which is insane. But Ole Miss is coming off of a great year and they crushed it in the portal. And obviously they keep their coach while Alabama is replacing theirs. But yeah, Georgia, two to one. Texas, five to two. Ole Miss is third at 13 to two. And Alabama and Tennessee are tied for fourth at nine to one. And LSU rounds out the top five. At yeah, 10. I, I,
1: if I was going to take a flyer, money-wise, BK, you know, I, I was asking, you know, we talked a little bit about Florida. That's a uh, hundred to one. No, but they the one that I'd take a flyer on would probably be Missouri.
0: Okay, Mizzou is eleven to one. So you're getting some yeah. decent juice with that. Yeah, Mizzou. Yes. Speaking of coming off of great years, they won double-digit games. They beat the. Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl in a New Year's Six. They did lose their defensive coordinator to LSU. They did lose their top running back, but they do have their quarterback returning for Eli Drinkwitz. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like last year was a little flash in the pan for Mizzou, but, you know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world for them to make a run considering what happened in 2023. Take a chance on
1: Oklahoma with that, with those numbers,
0: too. Yeah, how about – so A&M's at 22-1, to 1, and then – Oklahoma is at 50 to
2: 1.
0: Man. AM has better odds and significantly better odds. Once again, 22 to 1 versus 50 to 1 to win the SEC with first year head coach Mike Elko than OU does?
1: There's a honey waiting to happen on OU, isn't there?
0: God. I mean, look, I, I don't think OU is going to win it. And OU has a significantly tougher SEC schedule than AM does. A- AM's SEC schedule is not hard at all. Like, if they, if, you know, if they had their shit figured out, then th- yeah. this could actually be a year for them to make some noise because if memory serves, I don't think they have to play Alabama or Georgia this year. Which, that's like, that's a dream if you're in the SEC to avoid both of them. I'm pull this up to make sure I'm not talking out of my rear end here. Yeah, they don't play Bama or Georgia this season. Man. And they do have to play Mizzou and LSU, but both of those games are at home. Obviously the Notre Dame game at the start of the year, but that's a non con, so that won't affect SEC stuff. Yeah, no, like AM's not gonna win the SEC, but it, the reason why their odds are as good as they are is because they've got maybe the easiest schedule of any team in the conference.
1: Yeah, I would take my my money would be on on Missouri and I'll take Alabama at nine to one. Get some get some money back on that.
0: Yeah, that's that's as good of odds as you're gonna find for Bama, right? Ever. Like you know, this year uh, and that's it, probably. Sure, sure. Unless it's a bad year for Kalen DeBoer, but yes, that guy doesn't have many bad years. I mean, no, not
1: with that quarterback coming back.
0: His first year at Washington, they went eleven and two. He had taken over a team coached by Jimmy Lake that had a losing season the year prior. They went eleven and two, and obviously this past season they were what fourteen and one making it to the title game. So I was at Washington where the talent isn't what the talent is at Alabama. Yeah. Nine, nine to one on Bama. That, that doesn't feel like a bad bet at all. Oh no. But who would you pick? I mean, you're talking about value here and I love that you are, by the way, go to bet us. You can bet on this stuff right now over there. Um, if I asked you right now on February twenty eighth, who is going to win the sec, who would you actually pick?
1: Uh, for the value I'd take Texas i'll take five to two now forgive value.
0: Like, forget, texas, forget value like would
1: you pick texas to win yes okay I would. wow i would i think they'd beat georgia here
0: okay then they'd potentially have to beat georgia twice yeah that sucks now obviously on the contrary they could lose to georgia here and then beat georgia in atlanta yes in the sec title game and that's that's ultimately what matters right texas could go undefeated in the sec but if they lose the conference championship game, you're not going to win your money if you bet on Texas. But I, I'd still go Georgia. I know that's a cop out by me to take the favorite. I, don't know, I just I feel like they're the best team in the sport. And even though they missed the playoff Who, who's last who's year. The money, who's the
1: money pick for you just to, to take that shot at, knowing most likely it's not going to happen? you, you got to think Oklahoma 50 to 1.
0: Yeah, fifty to one. If if we're talking about any team like with super long shot odds, it'd be Oklahoma. I mean, Auburn's at fifty to one. I, no, I don't thanks. think. I don't think they're getting there. I still Kentucky, have. Kentucky, no. Kentucky out. is eighty to one. Yeah, no, Kentucky, no South Carolina, Florida at a hundred to one. That's too high. Yeah, Florida, that's not. That's a schedule. Trey and I talked about this yesterday. Like oh, we mentioned, a And M has the easiest schedule in the SEC. Florida has the hardest schedule in the history of college football. Because not only do they have a ridiculously tough SEC schedule, their three of their four non-conference games are against Florida State, who's probably going to be top ten, Miami, who they have their issues, but they're incredibly talented, and UCF.
1: Yeah, those are three games you can get your ass beat up. You may not lose those games. You're going to be in. A, you may lose two of them, but you're going to be in a dogfight in three of them. And that before you before you even get into SEC play, you have played those three teams.
0: Yeah, I think you'll be Florida, battle-tested. You'll be battle-tested or you'll be banged up. Sure. The Florida State game is at the end of the year. Okay. So th- the three of those games happen early on. Actually, yeah, it's very random. So Florida opens with Miami. Then they have their one easy game of the year. They play Samford, not Stanford, Samford. But then they go into conference play, AM at Mississippi State. And then they play UCF. Weird. Like two SEC games, and then they dip out of conference play for a little bit. And it's at Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, at Florida State. I mean, wow. they could lose all seven or eight or however many of those games I just riled off there.
1: Yeah, they'll be looking for Cristobal's head, by the way, in Miami if he doesn't start winning some games. This will be his year right now, BK. You're number two for him. It's going to be, dude, we, we loved you. You're, you know... Your kin folk here in Miami, but guess what? We're going in year number two, and your team looked pitiful last year. They like that guy a lot, but I got a feeling they they won't stick with him very long. They'll give him three years, and he'll be out the door. They'll be looking again.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, year three for Mario Cristobal coming. It is coming up yep. year three. Yeah, they're that they've got to change some things there. Yeah, they were five and seven in year one. I don't, wow, I don't, I don't remember what they finished last year. They made a bowl game, but it was seven and five, seven, maybe. Yeah, probably seven wins. Uh, yeah, no, Cristobal's on the hot seat. I, I've already gone on the record and said Florida head coach Billy Napier will not coach against no, Texas. I don't think he'll be there. I think I'll get fired midway through the season. Uh, that game is on November 9th, it's the ninth game of the year for the Longhorns. I, I think Napier gets canned before that because just shit's going to go off the rails that fast and that far in Gainesville. Um, so yeah, Florida at one. Florida should be where Vanderbilt is, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think Arkansas and Mississippi State have a shot, but Florida to me has a 0% chance to win. If you want to put money on Florida, I'll, I'll take your bet. Just go ahead and give me that money and I'll hold on just, to it. And keep, just keep it? I'll keep it safe. Yeah. Uh, I would go if we're looking for value here. Roll I'd Tide. Go, I'd go LSU at ten to one. I mean I, look, nine to one. Alabama. I might put a little sprinkle on that, but yeah, LSU. I loved what they did with their coaching staff. Obviously, stealing Bo Davis from us, uh, stealing Mizzou's defensive coordinator from them. Now they lose Jaden Daniels, who won the Heisman. If they had him, well, they'd they'd probably be the favorites to win the SEC. But Garrett Nussmeyer, it all depends on their new quarterback. Highly touted recruit. He's played a little bit. Looked pretty good when he has played. It's a first-year quarterback in the toughest conference in the sport. That's a little bit of a scary proposition when you think of, you know, Georgia, Texas, Mississippi, and Alabama all returning their starters at quarterback. So to pick a team with a first-year starter at QB, a little scary, but LSU, I think, has got some talent. And I think Brian Kelly is a pretty good coach, too.
1: Yeah, I think Alabama's the good – the 9-1 is good – for for roll tide. Yeah. They got a, they got a good coach. They got a lot of kids decided to still stick around. And they got a quarterback that's really played well at the end of the season, so
0: Yeah. Yeah, Milrow. That, you know, if Alabama is going to go on a run and compete for the conference next season, it's going to be in large part because of their quarterback who yeah, looks to be uh one of the best players in the country. How about this prediction from Sandman here? Lane Kiffin coaching in Gainesville next year. Wow. Any that's chance- that's that's a good thought. Freshwater leaves Ole Miss to go to Florida. Yeah, that's a good thought. Is that a is that a lateral move? No, that's not lateral. That's
1: that's better than Mississippi. When it comes to recruiting, if you can get it cranked up there, and you know that guy knows Florida. He knows all the old seventy-five year old women there <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> Del yep. Boca Vista, you know, he was hanging out. He knows, he knows the great grandmas there.
0: Oh, dude, he's going to have a field day there. Not only does he get the olds in Florida, not only does he get the co-eds at the University of Florida, but yeah. he gets all the spring breakers coming to Florida, too. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be great for Joey Fresh.
1: That's, uh, that's, that was, uh, that's a good call right there, that dude ended up in Florida. Yeah. he'll leave, And he'd leave Mississippi for that job. That's not going sideways.
0: Man. Uh, They've yeah. won national championships at Florida. Oh, there's no doubt Florida's the better historic job. Uh, and there's better recruiting town in Florida than there is in Mississippi, but man, I mean, they, they've got the NIL thing rolling at Ole Miss right now. Oh, it doesn't take much
1: to get it going in Florida. It doesn't no. take it much to get going in Miami, Florida, Florida State. That's just a matter of who you talk to there.
0: I just feel like Lane's got it made at Ole Miss. I, I think you're probably right because he's always jumped at better jobs, always. Yes. And I don't expect that to ever change. But um, man. Uh, he's uh, that's that's a risky move by him because florida's in a bad bad way and they they've had the texas like deal where they'll fire a coach after three years if shit ain't working
1: hey dude at oklahoma better get it
0: cranking too venables
1: yeah they'll this will be his first year in the sec he needs to win some games too or they'll start getting a little they'll start getting a little snooty there in norman
0: you don't think last year bought him a little bit of time that was a huge like, – they were six wins in year one, and then they jumped up to ten in year two. Beat Texas. That helps.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's the I, one right there.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, you might be right. I don't know if the entirety of the OU fan base is sold on Brent Venables yet. I'm not well, sure It'll on be
1: on more so they're if they're sold on that quarterback who's young, and if he's the guy who's going to be their guy for the next couple years, he better be their guy next
0: year in the SEC. Oh, dude. Seeing Oklahoma, uh, it's obviously a different conference. Seeing Oklahoma have 50 to one odds to win. I know. Like that. No, it's sacrilegious. I I can't do it. I'm literally wearing all burnt orange today. I can't. No. Even though I put money on OU winning the Big 12 like a lot and won a shit ton of it by doing that. uh, I can't do it. But I will. But I can't.
1: But you 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 don't want to put it on
0: Arkansas because their coach man maybe another guy gone. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, Arkansas, maybe South Carolina, maybe Vanderbilt. All of those teams could be looking for a new coach after this year, or wow. before the year is over. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. It's I'm so excited. I'm always excited for college football, but when you're getting to play teams like these instead of Iowa State. And Kansas State and West Virginia, and, Texas you know, Tech. You're trying to pretend like those are big games. It's different. You don't have to pretend. These are big games in this country. All
1: these stadiums have lights. You don't have to go like you do to Iowa State. <laughs> you yeah. these got the lights
0: on or not. I don't need to bring out the night vision goggles no. for any of these road trips that we've got coming up this season. Uh, So there you go, man. There's your SEC title odds. Once again, Texas right behind Georgia. Georgia's plus 200. Texas plus 250 to win the league. Uh, So every
1: hundred you put, you get 250 at Texas. Yep. I need better odds than that.
0: Yeah, I was hoping for a little better.
1: I was hoping five to one, actually.
0: That would have been nice. Yeah. You're you're not getting that, unfortunately. Um, But cool. There's your odds all right before we uh, we got to end the show with uh, a funny story and we can keep talking trash about texas tech if you want because once again last night's game was one of my favorite texas basketball moments of my life let's uh, give some shout outs to Do you have any more
1: i gotta say hello to sue patrick talk to yeah. say hello to jane and Yang over there they've got an incredible selection of texas longhorn apparel of course collectibles accessories and even more and they've got tons of texas themed gifts for sure we really enjoy when we have our, our shows over at uh, Sue Patrickson. they've got that wonderful line of uh, men's and women's clothing. They got baby stuff. They got golf stuff. They've got the the Jelly Cats. Now my grandkids have already got Jelly Cats. My daughter, my granddaughter, will have her Jelly Cat uh, soccer ball this weekend when I go see. That's right, because that's right. Coach will be there on Saturday morning, 8 a.m. or 8:15, since it won't start till 8:30. <laughs> you no know, coach has got to be there 45 minutes before they even warm up. But uh Sue Patrick's got it all. Free free uh of shipping uh online of course with items over $49. And folks, there's always a place to park at Sue Patrick 5222 Burnett Road. Love the folks over at Sue Patrick for sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, um this will count as the Altstat live read of the day. Oh no, what did I just do? Why is this happening to me right now i just had exactly what i wanted and now it's gone and now here it is this is it this is our uh professional graphics team buck very well done put this together
1: what's buck. up in the right hand corner with the red white and blue what, who, i i can't make that person out is that like a cousin or
0: something these are all current pictures of me uh is that you on the right, been, right over there? Yeah, they've been taken within the last two weeks. So this is exactly what I look like right now.
1: Did you put hair coloring in your hair then?
0: <laughs> I'm wearing a hat, I think. I don't
1: know. It looks like looks like a dark black-haired BK there.
0: Uh, yeah, the hair was a little darker, I guess. Wow. Growing up. Uh, but this weekend, this is an open invitation. I'll make sure to post this on social media. I keep saying that I will, and I haven't done it yet. But uh, would love to see all of y'all at Kelly's Irish Pub this Saturday, March 2nd, from 4 to 6 p.m. There'll be a bar tab presented by Altstadt Brewery. There'll be plenty of Altstadt beer flowing. If you want to drink something else, you're a loser. No, I'm kidding. You can drink something else, too, if you want. Uh, But, uh, yeah, turn 30 on Saturday, and this is my way of paying it back to all of you people out there for uh, supporting me through my first three decades of life. A bunch of the TSU guys will be there. A bunch of our great sponsors will be there. Some of my friends will be there. Not to say that those guys and you people aren't also my friends, but you can ask some of the guys that I grew up with for some stories about me if you want. But I hope to see as many of you there as possible. Bring your spouse, bring a friend. This is uh, an open invite, really. We're going to have a good time this weekend. Hope to see you all out at Kelly's. Very nice. Well done. Thanks to Altstadt Beer for, uh, for footing the bill. Good job, Altstadt. Good job. Love Altstadt Beer. And speaking of people who will be there on Saturday, how about our man Tom McKay of AV Consultations? We'll do a live read for them. 512-255-8678. If you want to get the home TV setup of your dreams, we just talked about it. March Madness is right around the corner. Make sure you make that call to get on the schedule so your TV setup is done by the time the tournament gets here. Uh, stop spending your money driving to the sports bars. Stop going to your in-laws' place to watch the sports. Stop Eating up food. all their food, drinking up all their booze. Yeah, drink your own booze. Drink your own. Drink your own food. Eat your own food. Uh, make your home the place to be for friends, for family. Most importantly, yourself with that custom TV setup from Audio Visual Consultations. They've been around. Speaking of thirty years, they've been around for thirty-six years now. Nineteen eighty-eight is when they started. They've been around longer than I've been alive. So they know what they're doing. They will take care of you like they've taken care of us and so many others here in Central Texas.
1: I'm going to take a guess that there'll be a big screen TV given away at the Mullet Open again, too, for the 23rd year. Just a guess, huh? Just a guess. Oh, no, no, I'm pretty sure.
0: There you go. I'm, I'm pretty one, sure. i 255 two, five, 8678 is the phone number to call AV Consultations.
1: And I'm pretty sure you won't be winning that TV or Trey Elling or Rodney, or Wags, sorry, yes, yes. The randomizer will not be pulling your names out of that hat. When it comes to your names, the randomizer spits those to the side. I've got a different form of randomizer when I do the the tournament plucks. I let the little kids do that, take the names out.
0: Oh, you're saying it's not fixed?
1: What, who said anything about the word fixed? Can't I'm
0: do a, that. I'm asking you if it is or isn't. You're it's getting defensive here now. I'm starting to think you're guilty of
1: something. No, little little girl. I always pick a little girl. She'll give me the name. I'll look at the name, say a different name, and then move <laughs> along.
0: <laughs> not fixed. No, that's perfectly clean. Yeah, it's clean. That's I hilarious. got my own form of randomizer. None of the kids have ever called you out for it, right? There's never been like the little girl who like takes out the name. and Says it to herself. And Gives you the name, hears you call out some other name and be like, what? That's not it. No, because that, that little kid generally gets
1: little kid generally gets something. I like, who's your dad? What's your dad's name? Mm-hmm. And they'll say it, and I'll say the dad's name because the kid'll all be oh, the little kids are always eyeballing something over there. Yeah. You know, riding riding toy or something like that. My buddy that walks or something, the new, you know, AI, my buddy. They always say, Oh boy, I'd like to have that. And so they know. They kind of know. They know how to play the game. I Bobby, teach them. This, I, this, this old
0: black man is harassing me.
1: I teach them how to play the game early in life. You know what I'm saying?
0: To mm. so just be a no good. You know what I'm saying? Here's your tip for kids in the car line. Sorry, kids. Any competition you're in charge of, make sure you fix. Oh, man. Wow. Take advantage of little kids. Come on. Your, while I, doing I, so.
1: I had a... As a matter of fact, I had a, tent, a kid who won a tent set. He put the tent set up in the hotel room and that slept night? in the tent at night. Oh, it was so cool! Uh,
2: great that,
0: picture from that. That's such a great bit as a kid. Oh my I mean, god! Hey, pitching a tent ain't a bad bit as an adult. Let me tell you, but yeah, that, if you if you can. Yeah, there you go. But the uh, the sleepovers. Oh yeah. I mean, you have them in your own backyard. <laughs> you have them in your own room. You'd get that tent up and crash in there that night. That's. It's a good bit, man. I'm glad that is still a thing for kids these days.
1: It still is. And dad has had to sleep in those before I had, when I had a good back, I used to, I was able to do that. You know, I was able to do that, uh, that sleep in the the playroom where they take the sheets and put them on all the chairs and sleep overnight inside of that. Dude, I started to get asked to do that stuff as they got just a wee bit older and they're still doing little sleepovers. And I was like, no, uh, coach can't do that. Come on what's wrong with you are you old no I have a really bad bad back mm-hmm. how do you have a bad back you play golf you're outside you're moving all around I said that's probably why I have a bad back and I but I'm not sleeping on the on the floor yeah in a sleeping bag you know as I told you my 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 uh, sisters and them still go sleeping sleep sleep outs camp outs bK like on the beach they go as families like they' they'll, my sisters and their my other sister, and their families, they go sleep overnight on the beach. You know what it's like on the beach? Don't they have fleas and all kinds of shit that bites you on the beach? Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't do camp outs anymore. Yeah. Not even with the Jardians girl. If she said, Hey, I'll keep you warm because I'll be wearing a tent, I'm like, No. Yeah, you don't need
0: a tent. Just have her lay on top of you and you'll be no. fine. You also might be dead, but you'll be <laughs> fine.
1: I saw the commercial yesterday. glad she's back
0: (laughs) you called me last night singing
1: the Jardians. oh i saw her she was back with the yellow outfit it was great oh the big the big uh blueberry the big banana the big banana banana. that was great chiquita banana yeah they've done a fantastic i know they're selling some of that stuff i know people are just taking those things just like candy popping them like candy absolutely
0: that woman has loads of talent yes
1: yes she does (laughs) man her legs rubbing together, I know that's gotta hurt. I know it's hurting <laughs> those jeans, I'm telling you. This one? <laughs> yeah, that's the one she had on yesterday. Oh uh, God, this is the one she has on in every commercial. They're all the same. <laughs> no, she didn't Didn't she just wear that purple outfit? And where's that, where's that processed hair mailman friend of hers that dances with her? That's me, that's what I'm getting in shape for. That's what the big man's getting ready for, the Jardians commercial.
0: I don't even know what to search to find that. Jardian's mailman. I think he's the mail or the flower guy. He's, he, he owns a flower shop. Oh, home. you see wow. him? Some, somebody somebody did us a solid and literally posted a still shot of the mailman. <laughs> there
1: he is. There's, <laughs> there's Buck delivering the mail. Hey. It
0: uh, kind of looks like you. I got to take the. Yeah, okay. I'm going to get that mail hat. I'm going to get that mail carrier hat. That looks like your son, AJ, with a mustache. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) come on, man. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, this is going to be you. This is you once you become the big man and start needing Jardians.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. I'm going to do that dance.
0: Do you want to be so big that you do need Jardians, or are you trying to avoid the Jardians? I'm trying to avoid the Jardians. Okay, so this is keep the is syrup not off the
1: pancakes. You. Keep the syrup off the pancakes, folks. Uh, so this is not going to be you. All right. Quickly before we go, you got to tell the folks about Mel Kuyper, his deal with uh Murph. We're not gonna uh, waste
0: time. We'll, we'll do, do that. We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah, I really don't want to dive good. in. Good but, stuff, uh, man. Mel no Kuyper new mock draft, giving some Longhorns some love. We'll talk about yes, that indeed. on tomorrow's show. But before we leave, I mean we got to show this a couple more times, don't we? Oh. And this is the story of the day. Oh, me? Whatever. What did I do? Yeah, we gotta get it. We gotta
1: get a caption for that right now. Who oh, me? Uh, you know me? You mean me? me? What's the call? What did I do? <laughs> that's it. Hey, what's the call? That's the that's even better. Hey, guys, what's the look, call? Look, I'm
0: just going for the ball, and the guy ran into me. <laughs> it's two guys going for a loose ball. It's a basketball play. Why are a you calling wrong. someone? Yeah. What's the
1: call? What's the call, ref? What did I do? Boom. That left shoulder. Lowered that left shoulder a little bit.
0: Hey, um, the guy ran into me. I'm just too strong for him. So he's the guy who went flying. I didn't do By the way, the
1: dude, did, the dude that he hit, he didn't want any piece of Cunningham. He was like, that guy is nuts. Yeah, just watch he is the way look. Nuts. look at him. He's like, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna pretend I want, but I don't want anything. I just want to talk to him about what just happened.
0: We will, uh, we'll get Brock on after the season. Mark my words on that, and we'll we'll ask him about everything. I, I think this is finally his last year as a Texas Longhorn, but we'll we'll talk to him about his career and his Not life. One more in him, and uh, but we're, we're sure as hell going to show him this and get his thoughts on this when we have him on because I mean, this is this is glorious right there. Cunningham's had a few moments like this over his career, but this, this is the icing on the cake and the fact that it happened at that place, and that fan base hates him. I think every Big 12 fan base hates Brock Cunningham because, number one, he's white. And number two, he plays the way that he plays. Uh, number three, it feels like he's been here forever. So all of those things just add to why people just have a disdain for that guy. Got to have right. him on my team. Tech fans hate that dude more than anything. And he's had some run-ins with Tech and Tech fans in the past. For him to do this in a total assing in his last ever game. And (laughs) And they are
1: getting assed. It's not a close game. It's not like, hey, your guys have been throwing cheap shots at us all night. We have been whipping your ass all night. But here's one more for the road as we get to the buses. You think he got out of there, got dressed, and got in that bus in a hurry? That bus had to pull right up to the locker room door.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's true. I didn't hear any stories about uh, any shenanigans going on. Between that and the fan being taken by four officers. Oh, my God. All right, last thing, because I see it's 10 o'clock. It's past 10 o'clock. I can bring on Wags and Double R for this. Here's uh, here's the mugshot of the guy who got carried out. There's his arrest warrant. <laughs> Is that dude from Lubbock or what? No. what I figured he he'd
2: look like. Yeah.
0: This this is the video from the United Supermarkets Arena of this guy literally getting carried out by five or six cops after throwing stuff on the court last night, and then boom. Yeah. wow, yeah, that's that's the High Plains
2: Drifter Lights, right there, pass. all kinds <laughs> of trouble.
1: High Plains Drifter. <laughs> all right, boys, I gotta go. Y'all have a great day. Be safe out there. Later, all right, baby.
2: There you Watch go. Way, there there goes Buck. Watching BK. BK out of here too. I'm out of here. Y'all have a great show again. Later, man. Later, brother. There he goes.